you're going to lose I know. absolutely every ounce of muscle you have. Well, I'm, I'm going to lose all the muscles. No, you're not. Oh, man, watch. So. He's going to shrivel, the, shrivel away. He's a no, freak, though. No, we'll see what happens. I mean, I don't. I'll probably stay where I'm at, like where I'm at right now. You know what's funny? One of the first what things. What was I looking for? <laughs> I, oh, I have no idea. I forgot what I was looking for. What uh, we were talking about. Time and food and whatnot. Yeah, who fucking cares? <laughs> the, first, <Let's> go. <laughs> the, uh, the first thing one of my buddies, Gowdy, said that after listening to the to the, uh, the Batman episode yeah. with you, Session, was, um, what is fucking what he say? He's like, Fuck, this guy needs fuel, man. <laughs> Get him some food next time you're going to go this long. I'm like, oh, yeah, actually, that's, the first, that's the first thing he <laughs> said to me really? after the podcast. Like was, was, was yeah, done. man. Fuck, why wasn't he here? <laughs> man, he's in, he's in uh, lovely Winnipeg right oh, now. Okay. Well, Sir, serving. Okay, good. He's a military boy. He actually just got found out that he's uh, going to become an officer, actually. Oh, good for him. To the officer program. Awesome. Hey, let's start the episode that way, guys. Welcome sure. back, everyone, to another episode of Armchair Reviews. My name is Chris Godden, and we have a few guests, a few special guests with us tonight. One recurring and one new, but we may have hinted at him before. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Sachin Letty and Seb Lavoie. Welcome, gentlemen. Hey, Amen. Welcome, 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 Seb. Thanks for having us, brother. Absolutely, absolutely. So today, we had meant to, to do an episode on The Batman. Uh, or that's sorry. Last week we meant to do an episode of, on the Batman. Seb, you got tied up with other things. Life happens. So we kind of pivoted, like I said last week. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, you did. <laughs> to uh, a, a recourse or kind of refresher of all the previous Batmen in uh, cine- cinematic fu- uh, history. Yeah. That being said, um, before we get started into the Batman, Seb, you want to give yourself a little quick introduction. Yeah, absolutely. Great job, by the way, on that uh, on that last episode. I was uh, listening to it in the plane, and I was uh, killing myself laughing, and everybody <laughs> was looking at me like I was weird. <laughs> yeah, it was it was all him. Not that I'm not weird. But no, no, no. You know, of course new, not. Evidently. Yeah. No, of course not. Well, yeah. I'm glad you enjoyed that. That's awesome. I really appreciate the feedback. Yeah. Yeah. Goes man, a long absolutely. way. Uh, yeah, I'm Seb Lavoie. I uh, recently retired a year ago from the RCMP after spending 20 years. Um, I was military as well three years prior. Mm-hmm. I spent most of my service in tactical operations. I was a team leader on the Lower Mainland Emergency Response Team for seven years. I spent 12 years on the team. I ended my career as the Divisional Sergeant Major for British Columbia. No big deal. Jesus Christ, man. That's hardcore badass. Actually isn't. <laughs> how the fuck did i know that was gonna come you should have known better yeah. the batman come on man but that's 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 sweet dude that's sweet so i'm, I'm very i'm pleased to have you here and uh and share some time with me and stoked to be here man yeah yeah man okay so, so uh, i don't need to introduce myself i was already here you last week you may but I don't have. Okay, fine. Um, I'm Sachin. Yes. I was here last week. Uh, I run a lot. Okay, go. <laughs> Perfect. Sparks notes. Let's get into it. Hell yeah. Let's talk about The Batman. This is 2022, directed by Matt Reeves of uh, Planet of the Apes fame. Mm-hmm. He directed the, the last two in that trilogy. Mm-hmm. I think Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and War for the Planet of the Apes, both uh, pretty good movies in their own right. Yeah, I, they were. I, uh, I did actually a review on the last one. I think it's it's on the channel somewhere down the line. I forget the title of it because it's ridiculous. I try to mash all the names up together, but that's neither here nor there. I'm just trying to plug my own shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this time we have for the first time as Batman Robert Pattinson. So I'm pretty stoked about that. A lot of people kind of gave him the um, the impression that Heath Ledger, Ledger initially got as the casting of the Joker. Right? There's kind of like what the fuck? Mm. You're getting you're getting sparkly vampire boy here yeah, as yeah, yeah. the Batman. Fuck off. But I was like, no, guys, let's learn from our mistakes here. This guy's a hell of an actor. If you've seen any of his other shit, great. So I'm, I'm intrigued to see what 
you guys thought of his casting as well as his performance? So it depends. Okay. Okay. So it depends on a couple things for me. Okay. Are they making more? Mm-hmm. So there, are there going to be sequels to this film, or is this a standalone? Right. So if it's a standalone, I have one opinion. If there's sequels, there's a totally different opinion. Right. Um, now, you would probably know more than I do. Is there a sequel? There's going to be a sequel, yes. Okay, so then my opinion is different. Okay. Um, what, what, can, I, can I ask you what that opinion... Let's hear that opinion if it was just a standalone The Batman. Well, it's, if it's a standalone, I think... Um, he, Wayne's supposed to be pretty... Bruce Wayne's supposed to be pretty active in the social scene. Yep, and okay. more more of a different character than he is when he's Batman. So in this film, it looked like the entire film was one character. So there was no mm-hmm. difference between Batman and Bruce Wayne. Right. They were the same thing. Mm-hmm. There was no alter ego. Right. So now Bruce that's is not like a gothic little th- bitch. Right? Yeah. So if that's a standalone, then no, it's not. That's not a good movie for me because mm-hmm. they're supposed to show the the difference or the dichotomy between the two people. And um, you know, one's a philanthropist, outgoing, meeting people, having fun, and then you have this dark, brooding person. Mm. They I mean, made it one and the same. Yeah. Go ahead, Zeb. Yeah, I, 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 I understand what you're saying. I, th- I think likely the collapse of this is the fact that he's two years into his Batman career at that point, mm-hmm. right? So it's, it's fairly new for him. He's still finding. I think he's still finding his ways. So you can tell that he's having a hard time crossing over, mm-hmm. so to speak, right? That makes sense. So mm-hmm. it'll be interesting because if it's, if it's a character development kind of and done properly, they could actually have him tap more into that side, you know, eventually mm-hmm. and, and yeah. perhaps bridge and that it, gap. And mm-hmm. if, if, and I'm most likely that'll happen because if they're making a sequel, definitely that'll, that'll hopefully will happen. And in that case, it was good the way they characterized him in this film. Mm-hmm. It was perfect. Because now you can see how he grows and who he turns into and how he changes, how he's affected by what he's doing. All the character development that we want to see. Right. And I I agree. We we touched on it a little bit with... um with what's his face there, Christian Bale mm-hmm. and his Batman and kind of his like asshole-ish nature mm-hmm. of being Bruce Wayne and that party boy, right? Mm-hmm. And I think like what you touched on, Seb, for the, for the later ones, maybe it's not so much figuring out what Batman can do, but also in conjunction with that, what Bruce Wayne mm-hmm. can do, right? It, he, it touches on that a little bit with the mayor somewhere along the line where it's like, well, you're not really doing a hell of a lot for the city. What the mm-hmm. fuck? And it's kind of like a tongue-in-cheek joke because meanwhile, he's kicking the shit out of bad guys at night, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But... I think there is that like awakening for him later on um, mm-hmm. towards the end. But I think as Robert, to getting back to the initial question, I think Robert Pattinson, he does a good job in being this damaged character. Mm-hmm. And it's, it is a singular character um, because I, I wanted to, I I was so excited to see this because it wasn't uh, a Bruce Wayne Batman movie or a Joker movie or a Bane movie or a Penguin movie or whatever the movie. It was a bat man movie that's why mm-hmm. i think they called it the batman and they they i mean they marketed it pretty well i mean it's the batman guys <laughs> like right on point <laughs> yeah fair enough man yeah. no i mean that's a good point i think um if it's a character study and a character because it almost felt like a character character study the movie felt like that like it, it felt really nice and slow the way they did it mm. um well sorry no uh, let me let me rephrase that. I didn't think it was nice and slow. I, th- I thought it was a bit too slow, um, but it was it was um, it was pretty long. But having said that, I did like that style. And if it's going to continue in that direction, then all for it. Going off of of that, then sorry to interrupt you there, Seb. Um, what about uh, Zoe Kravitz as a upcoming Catwoman? 
hold on a second. Sure. Do, do we want to finish this Patterson guy? Sure, I yeah, think we absolutely. need to. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go ahead. You I, finish him off with both hands. <laughs> <laughs> the stranger and the regular hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, you know. So, um, you know, and, and the reason why I want to I go down that route is because I was probably as guilty as anyone else for jumping on the Patterson bandwagon, the hating bandwagon, and, and perhaps because my exposure to him was mm-hmm. simply through the Twilight series, which evidently wasn't um, a very good sort of gauge of what he could do. And no. plus, he was much younger, oh, and, yeah. and there's a variety of different things there. He, he goes on but, to say, he, in every interview that he's in, basically, he's, he's like, blaspheming, like, or blaspheming, like, whatever the, the movies were, Twilight. He didn't like them. He fucking hates them. Sure. Um, for me... You know, it it wasn't so much about all the stuff that he did or all the stuff that he that he said during the movie or is that mm. really demonstrated the depth of his acting. But I was absolutely amazed with having the ability to demonstrate or to uh, exemplify or, or go in depth with his role and make us believe certain things by doing nothing, you yeah. know, such as being quiet. Or glancing here and there and taking, a, you know, certain looks at the right time yeah, and man. conveying some emotions, uh, even through the mask at times, you know, through the makeup, even 100%. Right? Like, yeah. So for me, you know, I, I there is something to be said, like there's a there's a few things that will scare regular people. And I when I say regular people, I don't mean to, to be condescending. But the reality is this. You can overplay a character, you know. Uh, a villain or something and make him overly aggressive, make him overly out, out there. And the only person that that person will intimidate are people that are easily, <clears throat> excuse me, intimate, intimidated basically. Mm-hmm. Right. And so for him to be terrifying and dark mm-hmm. the way it was, was absolute gold to me. I just nice. love that. It's like, there is no overcompensation at all. Yeah. It, it's everything is where it should be mm-hmm. to be terrifying. Yeah. And if we're doing a, a bit of a uh, a bit of a crossover, even through the villains in the movies, I think that uh, Reeves Reeves, right, Matt Reeves. Yep, Matt Reeves yeah. I, I I feel that Reeves really was able to do that with his bad guys as well, because yeah. a lot of the times in the Batman movies, you have very sort of caricaturesque, you know, bad guys that are over the top. And we're looking at you, Schumacher. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whereas in this movie, they were truly dark and terrifying and if and if you were stuck with them without the batman you'd be screwed oh dp 100 percent. i think um excuse me they they make they because the the direction for this again is a little bit more the gritty we've tried to do gritty before with the nolan verse and stuff but now they take it and turn it up to even grittier and grimier and i think that part of that is due in part because they they film in uh scotland i think glasgow so they they have a little bit of a Oh, it's kind of dark there from what sure, I hear. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been there personally, but to get that like grittiness of not just filming it in obviously Chicago or something, but I feel like Gotham City is its own character and it's right. And it makes these characters come to life because you believe that this mob boss penguin is, he's fucking crazy or like the people that he knows are fucking crazy. I think Colin Farrell nailed it. Mm-hmm. He did an amazing, uh, actually that's not a fair assessment. You can only nail something if you're copying something, right? So he didn't nail something. He just reinvented the character. He did an amazing yeah. job. Yeah. Like you couldn't even tell it was him. I think no. I think he's for me, he stole the show. Like the way he acted the penguin, the way he interpreted the penguin, mm-hmm. the way he moved, the way he, the mannerisms, 
everything he did was spot on for for what I wanted to see. And I didn't know what I wanted to see. I had a certain image in my head. Mm -hmm. And he created something that was new and fresh. And I thought that was awesome. Yeah, and and what I wanted to come back to as well, we touched on with uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman. This this is set two years into his career. Mm -hmm. So just like Batman, these villains, these other characters are just in their careers. Oh, and uh, HBO Max is going to be doing Penguin, a, mini, a series. That's going to be fucking sick. Hell yeah. I feel bad for Colin Farrell because he's going to be getting that fucking makeup put on his face every day. I don't feel that bad. He's going to be what getting paid millions of dollars. bank account? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> you mean? If, okay, if, fair, if you put it in that, yes. If, if it's as bad as your day gets, you can paint me all day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For 15 hours, I'm good. <laughs> it, it, it is... The makeup is so good. He did go to like Starbucks, I think. He went oh, in Starbucks in, a, in his makeup somewhere, I forget. But people couldn't recognize him. He got some stares because they're, they're like probably thinking this guy's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was trying to picture him. Even when I was looking at the movie, I couldn't see him. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. His accent and everything. Nothing. Yeah. Gone. Yeah. Just gone. That's just amazing. Can you imagine like, hey, don't speak with an accent? Oh, well, that's simple enough. I'll make Let's up a new it. one or base it off something else. And yeah. Just focus that But way. like the way he did it was good, man. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And it's, it's going to be interesting to see how they make that, that, that spinoff. Uh, where they where they where they go with that story, and is it going to be a, a penguin uprising? Mm-hmm. Which let's talk about the story a little bit here, guys. Before we go off and, and yeah, sorry, jerk, my bad. Circle jerk the characters. Yeah, <laughs> let's talk about a little bit of the story. So, guys, what do you think? Where do we where do we where do we start this story? What what do we get introduced with? Because I think this is a pretty sweet fucking introduction of a Batman movie. I couldn't agree more. I I'm gonna step on it here because I it. I just love that that initial scene where. Again, the, you know, bad guys are being bad guys and they're in a sub <laughs> a subway or something and, and, and all of a sudden you don't see, you don't hear, you don't there's nothing happening until you hear the boots clanging on the ground. Yeah. Like, in in an affirmative way and everybody's kinda looking up, going, Okay, what is this and what's coming? And just that posture and that darkness mm-hmm. and the music that's playing in the background and everything was just <clears throat> epic. But what made it absolutely to me absolutely incredible is shooting the fight scene with a wide angle Mm -hmm. that makes a big difference because what happens in the propensity in the movie world now is to shoot jason bourne style Mm -hmm. and what it does is it links together a bunch of quick movements it makes it look super impressive but as a martial artist you're looking at this and you're like this didn't do anything. I want to see from a distance so that I can see if the reactions from the from the person that's getting beat are realistic from a martial arts standpoint, this you know, perfect. This is actually this is perfect. Well, so. I was hoping I was hoping when I was watching the movie that you'd be able to like um, pick up and uh, or not pick up, but like articulate your perspective on how they're fighting and how it looked and all that and yeah, the realism to it. So good because I was really I, I'm really interested to see what your thoughts are on that. Mm-hmm. There, you know, to be honest, on the first scene, on the initial scene, there isn't much fighting. Mm-hmm. It's more a beating. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, it, it is right. Yeah. It, it's it's a straight up beating. And yeah. what I do like is two things. It is you have a man that has that is capable of compassion evidently otherwise he wouldn't be the batman but when he unloads on those guys every inch of him and every you know thought and every all the anger and vengeance and everything gets unloaded in every one of those shots yeah. and it was beautiful yeah, yeah. That, the, the, that we're talking about the, the one scene that's like constantly in the trailer right where he's that's like right. he's yeah. on top of the guy and he's just beating the everything but, but yeah. let's not like you said it was beautiful let's yeah. not like uh, 
turn away from that because I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's something about the way it was executed. Mm-hmm. It was, it was, be- it was like art, right? Like it was beautiful. Yeah. And so uh, I'm, I appreciate that you used that word. It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, it's when it comes to vengeance mm. and the way vengeance, the, the the mystique surrounding vengeance and how it gets people. You you know. Um, the allure think, yeah the allure exactly because mm-hmm. injustice is the biggest mm. travesty and when there is blatant injustice Ken Velasquez yeah what you want to see oh, is an Jesus. actual you know real mm-hmm. beating yeah you don't want to see something where the person gets punched and they're they're out and okay you know we're moving on it's like no you're gonna get an extra 20 shots or 12 shots or 8 shots as hard as I possibly can and again this doesn't correlate to real life i mean you do that <laughs> obviously you're going to jail but suspend your disbelief yeah. guys but, but, but it is the beauty of yeah. the, of the movie world yeah. is that it's it's a fantasy to really unload oh yeah s- you know systematically on somebody that, 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 that way. scene also tells his story like through <laughs> like what he's been through so it's not just like uh a fight scene you're feeling what he's been through his entire life and oh, he's yeah. inflicting that pain onto somebody oh, else yeah, he's, he's fucking everything. brilliant yeah yeah and he's, and with like the monologue that came either before it or right after after that beating i'm vengeance that he, yeah it's just there's something there's something about that intro with the the culmination of it all there's the the writing of that intro as mm-hmm. well as like the visceral mm-hmm. ah yeah. It's just, oh, this is something that we're on to something. Sure. And it, and it grabs your attention for the rest of the movie, no matter what. And and let's let's nip this in the bud right now. It's three hours long. Mm-hmm. It's three hours long, guys. It's 176 yeah. minutes. So you you best bring a catheter. Cause sure. <laughs> or a cup. <laughs> or a cup. Just, you know, just warn uh, your neighbors. Or, and just... or you have it long enough that it just rolls all the way well, to the washroom. Some of us aren't that lucky. <laughs> Some of us aren't that lucky. Yeah. I could stand next to the washroom. I'm still fucked. I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm half black, but it's the upper half. So, <laughs> but uh, what, what, what was we were talking about? Um, Dicks. Yes. <laughs> no, seriously. <laughs> the, the overall, like, where, where it's grabbing your attention from the beating, going yeah. into going into a long haul of a movie, right? Uh, I think I think that's you, you get invested based off that, right? So. Mm. And right off the bat, you get also get right into a murder case. And this scene itself, too, I thought was really sweet. Batman enters this whole thing. Well, I mean, I'm just getting ahead of myself. There's a, a vicious beating by the Riddler, right? Mm-hmm. That That's kind mm-hmm. of like our, our inciting incident that starts off this whole uh, campaign of the Riddler and his, and his, his kind of way to unmask mm-hmm. the, the city of Gotham for all their previous mishaps. Let's mm-hmm. say that. There is a whole overarching scheme going on here, right? But he kind of, he he appears and you know that, oh, it's kind of, he's like, he's the boogeyman. Mm-hmm. He's hiding in the shadows, kind of like a familiar hero. And he just clubs the ever-living fuck out of the mayor of, of Gotham. And it you see him go to work where he gets the tape and he's, it's, it's kind of gross. And it, it is, there's a lot of, you feel a lot of the motivation from Matt Reeves, like with, Zodiac, that's his main one. That's a huge one, with, especially with the, the with Seven with yeah. David Fincher, right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah. you, he's basing the 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 costume basically on Zodiac. Yeah, that, yes. that kind of mask, yes. Yes. right? Yeah. Well, and the demeanor. Yeah, oh, hundred yeah. oh, percent with the demeanor, and, and right? the letters and all that yep. kind of stuff. Yeah, and, like the whole thing, the whole marketing campaign was the the question yeah. mark with the four the like Zodiac the nor- signs. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is yeah. the Zodiac yeah. sign, right? So, 
it's going to be you're going to be able to pick those references out and i feel it has has matched the grittiness of of that environment in a comic book world which i like to see and i like to see comic book uh characters and stuff in movies get that respect mm-hmm. you want to go ahead i uh, just truly terrifying Truly yeah. a terrifying character. This guy's unstable. No, he is. And, and, and you know, it's he's a forensic accountant, is he not? Yeah. Some sort of forensic accountant. <laughs> yes. would make, They're crazy. Make it, which makes it even more terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know what, guys? I agree with you guys, but I think I think they could have gone grittier. I think, yeah. I think they should have gone grittier. Personally, from my own um, feeling, because the direction the movie was going and the feel of the movie, mm-hmm. i.e. what you're saying about um, those other films that mm-hmm. are kind of modeled out of it, yeah. um, those were rated R films, and yes. they pushed the envelope. Mm-hmm. And um, not that this movie had to or needed to, but it could have taken it to another level if they did. And they towed the line, I think, for yeah. that rating, right? Yeah. I think if they did push it a little harder with a little bit more, I mean, not necessarily with the gratuitous violence or no. anything like that. You don't need that. But just with the more mature content, where you just push it just that little bit, yeah, makes a whole lot of difference. It, you could make it 10 to 15% better, possibly, right? And then also the other thing is, you, I mean, the it's other angle. Science. It's science. It is science. <laughs> well, I mean, if nah. you really want to break it down. <laughs> no, I don't want to mathematize this. Mathematize. <laughs> 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 But um, like, well, there it goes. Thoughts gone. <laughs> Sorry, dude. It's okay. It's, it, happens. it happens. It happens. It'll, we'll cir- it'll circle back. It's Who cares? It doesn't even matter. It's, all <laughs> it's circling back in circles, running in his head right now because that's all his cells are doing is running all the time. <laughs> that's it. Right. I'm a running fool. You're going to call me Forrest Gump in another oh year. Run, <laughs> We're going to have to review that one. <laughs> oh, that'd be perfect, actually. Yeah. So let's keep it going here with the with the overall like storyline here. Let's let's fast track a little bit. That way we can kind of get to the nitty gritty of everything, right? Sounds good. So we have the Riddler. He comes back. We have Paul Dano playing the Riddler. Great character. He he's that mental. Um, he has mental instability for sure. But he he if he feel like, maybe a little bit. <laughs> uh, but like but he but he plays it in the way that like he's he feel, feels like he's really doing the world like a, 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 an act of. Justice. I it's liked his, it. I liked it's his, his justice, yeah. right? Yep. And and at the end, really, he, he he's trying to. He's not working against Batman. He's trying to work with Batman. He thinks he is working with Batman. And they're in cahoots. Yeah. Like they think they're they're besties, pen pals, essentially, <laughs> one way pen pal, and yeah. with a little bit of distortion there with with reality. But he's he set on this thing to try to undercover some some grimy stuff of this of this huge huge the biggest bust biggest drug bust of of Gotham like of all time and. We get um, it Salvatore Moroni. Mm-hmm. He's the one that gets everything pinned on. His whole drug operation falls, and it's a whole conspiracy theory where everyone that made that bust of the um, the, the so-called legit people, mm-hmm. well, they were all in it. And the Riddler is trying to uncover that and show Gotham its true colors, kind of so to speak, mm-hmm. for for lack of like a better thing of like what the Joker would say in Heath Ledger, you know. Sure. <laughs> So what do you think of all that, all that um, kind of that planning and how he kind of pulls it off to go after these high-ranking officials? You have the mayor, you have the the commissioner of the police, you have the district attorney. Um, you, I mean, Bruce Wayne is a target. Mm-hmm. You have all these high-ranking well, people. Thomas Wayne. Thomas Wayne. He, he yeah. was he like, and I like how they included. They kind of did it in Joker in 2019 with uh, Joaquin Phoenix, where this this typically in the comics Thomas Wayne and Martha Wayne, they're these. Oh, these 
the godsends. Mm-hmm. They're they're the philanthropists up the ass, and they can do no wrong. But they kind of bring that element back from the Joker into this one, where oh, Martha and Thomas, they're not so clean. Mm-hmm. They've got some blood on their hands, mm-hmm. so to speak. Not really. I mean, they're just trying to. Thomas is trying to help his his wife, but they feel like that could stain their their image and what sure. they're going for and all that. But kind that's of shit. in line. But that's in line with the reality of politics. Hundred you know, like, percent. That's it, what it, kind of establishes it more in like reality a little I, bit. Too. I, I couldn't agree more. I think to have them completely, uh, and it's and it's quite funny because if you look at Bruce and the way he reacts to this, mm-hmm. it's like shocking. It's mm-hmm. like, man, your parents are in politics. You're a smart dude. Yeah. Or, yes. but, and, yeah. and I like how that because, but for a reason, mm-hmm. for a reason, because he ha- he's emotionally sure stunted. He is. Sure, and he it, is. and he try, they try to en- emphasize that throughout this movie that he's not maybe all all with it mm-hmm. himself. Mm-hmm. And, he, and I think it's him coming to terms with that throughout the movie is a little bit hinted at throughout. You know, he's yeah. Kinda... I, I guess I mean I can see what you're saying because um, he gets shocked awake at the end of it. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. So I guess throughout the movie he has one sort of mentality or understanding of the world, and perhaps at the end of it his worldview changes or it starts to change and he starts to think, okay, well maybe I need to reevaluate what I'm doing here or how, or the reasons of why I'm doing it. Sure. And I think speaking with Alfred was the key to this. Mm. You know, he didn't do that just for your mom. He did it for you Yeah, and for you and your mom. And, and, and ultimately you could, you could again in, excuse me, in Patterson's uh, way of showing emotions without really overacting or anything. It was quite evident that as soon as Alfred said that, there mm-hmm. was a switch there where, okay, this kind of makes sense here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That was, that yeah, was a, a, a subtle one too, eh? Mm-hmm. Very right. subtle change. You could see it. Yeah. That, that was, was a great. touching. That was a touching scene where, you know, because <laughs> Bruce, when you actually see Bruce Wayne as Bruce Wayne in the, in the Bat Cave or, or soon to be Bat Cave or evolving Bat Cave, he's kind of a dick to Alfred, mm-hmm. <laughs> played yeah. by Andy Serkis. He's kind of a fucking asshole to him because mm-hmm. he doesn't really respect him at all mm-hmm. for what he's done even though he's been wide aside he knows he's going out as a vigilante or whatever mm-hmm. but he, he treats him kind of like shit but mm-hmm. mean but it's that con- I, I love how they include that it's very minimal like like he gets maybe what 10 minutes screen time here mm-hmm. uh, Good job, Alfred. i like this portrayal he he takes that shit and he still shows up for him mm-hmm. for sure and, you know bruce will still show up for him too even though he's treating him like shit they still have that relationship where they know they they only have each other Regardless. Well, and there's a tracking history there. He was very loyal to the parents. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. and there's some there's you know, there was some commitment from him to yeah. to basically not let him for himself. So yeah. I think he feels it really heavy, right? Yeah. No, it was brilliant. Yeah, I liked it. That was a good portrayal. And for he sure. he only gets to the hospital because Bruce Wayne gets targeted, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why he opens this this letter and it boom goes a dynamite. <laughs> like, uh, I want to, I want to bring this up really quick. Cause I, I got so excited, like a fucking little nerd. I am in the, in the theater while he's opening that letter in the study. So there's no Wayne Manor. This is all downtown Gotham in the, in the high rise, right? There's a, there's a bust, a statue bust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah. bust shout out to 1966 Batman. hundred percent. That's yeah. the entrance to the bat cave. You press, you flip that button and boom, there goes, there comes the pull out of the, the library shelf. And, was, there. and they slide down and they slide down. Yeah. Hell <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. That's the best part. <laughs> Whose bust was it again? It's uh, William Shakespeare. William Shakespeare. Was it, wasn't Shakespeare? Uh, William, I thought William it was like, look, you know what? You're probably, you're, most I looked like, it up. You're I looked right. It up. You're you right. Did. I did. Shakespeare. It is yeah. William Shakespeare. Cause I'm like, bust Batman. Who is it? It's like William. I think it's William Shakespeare. We can still check. But. I would want to say Franklin. Like Benjamin Franklin? Yeah. Let's check it out. I'll, I'll I'm probably our, wrong. So but our fact checker is currently. I'm imagining tonight, a, so. a long hair. 
and 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 while well, he's bald on top of the yeah, thing, yeah yeah he's got a skullet yes yeah, yeah there you go that wow. was the style <laughs> <laughs> while we're on the subject of that one of the things that really really um made me hooked immediately was that rendition in the minor of Ave Maria in the beginning. Mm, like, yeah. First of all, nothing is creepier than classical music when stuff is about to go weird. Or, <laughs> you know, it's it, a classic like horror trope. Well, they do that it's, it's kind of like it's kind of like the Quentin Tarantino. You know, like you're 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 mm. sitting here and this music is completely out of context and this is gonna get weird. There'll be blood <laughs> everywhere by the gallon. As, oh, the murder, the murder scene, right? Like, uh, yeah. I'm not sure where it starts. I think it starts right at the beginning. It's they only, had it yeah. multiple times yeah, throughout they, the they movie, did, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They do make it uncomfortable, right? It's it was so good. It's something. So good. By the way, it, it was William Shakespeare. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 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 I, just, I really wanted to point that out because I remember in the theater, I looked over to Veronica and I'm like, this is a 1966 William Shakespeare bus and they use it in the Batman and the TV series. She's, she's like, like, shut up. She's like, you <laughs> fucking nerd. She was, she was already sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, why am so I here? I, I'm just here because you asked me to go. <laughs> hey, she got her free comic book too, okay? <laughs> Honey, why are you facing the other way? <laughs> Don't want to be seen with you. Oh God, it has her hoodie up and everything. Yeah. Glasses. That's yeah. kind of that's kind of like me watching the Notebook. <laughs> you watched it? No. Don't you okay. dare talk <laughs> shit. About, don't you dare theater? talk shit about the Notebook. What are you talking about? I mean, Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams are are Canadian saints. I say. I know. So I, I I haven't seen it. No. It was really good. But it, you know, <laughs> watched, it, watched it in high school. I'm not gonna lie. I watched it in high school. Oh, bro, high school. Yeah. Yeah. yeah man. Fuck, man. We're I, old, man. I'm a young. Yeah. I think we are. <laughs> we're old. Yeah. All this fucking dirt. Yeah, <laughs> I can run more than you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could do a lot more than me. I am the runt of the litter right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We talked about this, Robin Hood and Friar Tuck. Yeah. <laughs> it feels very doughboy. Jesus Christ. Friar Tuck was a great supporter. He's great. Great guy at communication. <laughs> he, could, he, could, he could cook a mean mean meal. Man, I remember watching the Robin Hood back with the cartoons. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the Friar the Tuck. Fox and Look at him beating this fucking chicken leg. Oh, they look good, though. They look good, though. Let me tell you. Those cartoon chicken legs. Yeah. Where, do we, where, do we, where were we at before? The, just the overall story of it. What did you think of the story, guys? Like As a, as a whole, the, the cohesiveness of it. It was good. It was fine. I mean, it, it could was, have been it was, trimmed a little bit. Well, definitely the length of the film could have been cut. For me, mm-hmm. they could have probably at least taken out 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, what do you think? Hmm. It, it, you know, it, it went by quite quickly for how long it was. Mm-hmm. If you were to compare it with cer- certain movies that are equally as long. I agree. That feel a lot longer. To me, you know, it just, you know, I... I I don't know. I don't know. You know, you, you can microcut here and there, but are you are you losing on overall? I, I don't know. Yeah. I thought they did a fantastic job of keeping us interested. And aside from the fact that it would be nice to have an interlude right mm. in the middle where, every <laughs> you know, you stop it for 30 seconds in a non-critical spot yeah. where there's no action and no work up and no suspense or, suspense or anything like that, and you head to the washroom and come back, it would be great. <laughs> It'd be sweet. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. But Just I, as yeah. a FYI, in Bollywood, they do that. Oh yeah, no shit. Yeah, so m- most Bollywood films are like three hours, mm-hmm. and uh, there's intermissions. And it's three hours of dancing and singing, it's so you best. definitely want to go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, man, you go, you get no, and then you go, you go in your intermission, you get your food, you get everything. It's like a, it's like a party, man. Oh man, <laughs> God, three hours, God, every every day, every movie. Man, and the, it's the largest film industry in the world. Hell yeah, eleven hundred movies out there. People Shout out, right, brother? Yeah, man, we Shout ain't messing Bollywood. around. Right, no kidding. Let's go, Jeez. Bollywood. <laughs> I would have to agree though, Seb. Like I, I did enjoy, I did enjoy most of it, right? And I, and even if it was, there were certain slow parts, I'm so invested in these characters already that because I already have a, 
feel like I have a basic decent knowledge of Batman. I want to see where this Batman goes. I want to see where this Catwoman goes. I want to see what where they are, where they're going, and where. I don't want to see where this Catwoman goes. Fair. We'll get that. I oh, want to well, actually, let me rephrase that. Let, wait, wait. Let me rephrase that. <laughs> she was a phenomenal person to play the role. Yeah. However, I don't think they wrote it well enough for her or executed or she didn't execute what they provided her. Okay. One of the two. Okay. I, I just, I, for me, I didn't, it didn't hit. Like she, she, I didn't think it didn't, it just didn't, they didn't have chemistry. It just didn't, it just didn't work. Yeah, she was she was no Michelle Pfeiffer. That's mm. for sure for me. Michelle Pfeiffer is Thank absolutely you. unbeatable uh, in terms of the playing that cat woman. Perfect. But, uh, perfect. But I can. But definitely, she also was given a very different role to play with. And you guys have mentioned it on the last podcast yeah. where there's actually a supernatural piece to it, mm. which creates a opens up a whole new world, right? Like w- what we had in this here was somebody that potentially doesn't even have enough money to have a decent mask, right? right. Like mm. she made it herself and they gave her very little to go on and she's trying to make a difference. Whereas the other one is yeah. actually dead theoretically, yeah. you know? And so what can you do with that? It just, it well, kind of, yeah, you can't really do much, I guess, right? It's just a, a person that's uh, in this role and, and you can kind of see she, the, uh, the direction, I guess, where they were going with her, um, the sort of political leanings and, and kind of thing. And um, I mean, it was okay. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't like it wasn't. Uh, they, I thought they could have done that better. Okay. I thought they could have done it better. Fair. Yeah. No. I liked how I liked the teamwork. Honestly, I know you said they did, you thought they didn't have much chemistry. I, I don't think they did because that, that chemistry's got to be hot between the two, and that's historically what it's Is been. It, does it though? So they're like historically, off and on, right? Yeah, well, but this was the initial meeting, the first couple of years they meet. So you think it's going to be hot and heavy at the beginning? Maybe after a couple of years, she's a criminal. He's like, "Oh, I don't like you anymore." You know that changes, right? Mm-hmm. But this is the initial introduction of their meeting. You would think there'd be chem- chemistry well, to start the spark, right? I have an I have an idea. I just thought of actually. Sure. I have just thought of an idea. Maybe it's just because Robert Pattinson played it. He played it the same all the way through. He's so disjointed from any sort of human connection or that he's trying to get across as any sort of human connection that other than maybe Gordon, <laughs> like commissioner Gordon or not commissioner Gordon, but like detective Gordon mm. that he doesn't know how to talk to women. He seems awkward. He's he even shows a, a creepy Batman element where he's spying on her while she's changing. And he's like kind of being like, they like, well, that, that would, that would make sense <laughs> once the second movie comes out. And it's a different Batman. Mm-hmm. We can't say that yet. So on a standalone individual movie, that's who he is and that's what they portrayed. I don't know for sure if he's going to evolve like that in the next movie. Maybe he's a better detective. Maybe he's gotten better Bruce Wayne. Maybe he's doing like, yeah, but I don't know if his, you know, I don't know yet. He got weirdly possessive over her though. He did. And, and that's, there's a lot of interesting things being said here because I actually found him, I found that when there was um sort of a a show of compassion or a show of love even potentially it was often when she was around and it, it was often with her and he did it through his eyes and he did it through some of the things he said to her and be concerned about her safety and a variety of other things so there's there's multiple ways to kind of show care and love mm. for a person i i don't know if we can call it love evidently it's just brand new relationship yeah, yeah. but uh lost for sure and then mm. and then potentially more and that is getting romantically involved with her and it's quite evident mm. in my opinion like he's as having, he's 
Maybe he's have some some guilty thoughts about that then too, because because uh, he's a creep. <laughs> well, well, yes, because also he he make he's spying with her, right? He, she's the conduit with his sure. fancy little glasses, and he, then he's like, "What's your relationship to Falcone? What the fuck? No, you're my girl, dude." <laughs> like, I, I, so I get what you guys are saying, totally get it, but. I don't know. I just wanted to see some chemistry. <laughs> I just maybe maybe I just wanted to see. I, I think Session was wanted to see some sex. Listen, man. Um, <laughs> that's why I wanted a more grittier film. <laughs> Hence the R rating, guys. You already, you already had hand cream and Kleenexes. Uh. <laughs> listen, listen, guys. I don't use hand cream. Raw dog baby oil. <laughs> Freaking sandpaper. <laughs> I'm a beast, bro. I run. I run miles, bro. <laughs> what would David Goggins do? <laughs> what would your, Sean Taylor do? <laughs> Jesus. Leave your dick alone, guys. <laughs> the poor thing. Uh, okay, that's enough of my penis. Let's go. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> and he. <laughs> Wait, we're not judging here. This is judgment free, John. No, it's twenty twenty-two guys. A hundred percent. Actually, let's uh, let's take a pause here, real quick. Okay, let's do it. There we go. There we go. Okay, we're good. So, what were we saying before? Let's. Well, well we're getting back on track here, Sev. No one, no other. Oh no, let's go back to what the, you were saying, Sachin, and then we'll go back to the crime scene. So we're talking about the Riddler, right? And um, I think what was it? The actor's name? Sorry, Paul was, Dano. Paul Dano. So He's I think Paul Dano. Before. Did a really good job of that, uh, the character. It was almost, for me, he was, like, inspired by Kevin Spacey's character in Seven. A little bit, yeah. A little bit of that. And then... Um, He's on the spectrum, for sure. Yeah, like, it was... A, I'm just... It was... A, I'm just trying to picture the other character I'm thinking of that I almost pulled from. I can't recall the character now, mm-hmm. but... Um, for sure, Kevin Spacey in Seven. Like, mm-hmm. you can kind of feel that. Mm-hmm. And... Um, the way he was unable to control the emotions from time to time, it was like from one moment to the other, up, down, like the, the control wasn't there. The regulation of emotion wasn't there. No. And that was, the way he did that was very impressive. Um, he's I mean, always I, been like good like that though. I feel I feel this actor, yeah. he's, he's been phenomenal at being, as, as choosing these roles. Yeah. Because he he's not in a lot, but what he is in, like he's most famous, I think, for There Will Be Blood with mm-hmm. Daniel Day-Lewis. He p- kind of plays these these off ball like off the wall characters, kind of oddballs, right? Yeah, but if you look at the way he was portraying the emotion, right? The it's intense, the, the yeah, the mm-hmm. difference between them, and then going from half a second to a second between those emotions—that's impressive, man. Like that's really good acting. So for me, that was uh, he did a he did a really good job, and his portrayal, the way he, the tone of the voice, the way he acted, everything, brilliant. A lot like behind a mask too. Mm. A lot of it behind a mask. Oh, only like you see it later on when mm-hmm. he finally gets unmasked or whatever. But it's <laughs> it's spooky that that I think what's do you do you recall what it is when you see it on his website? What the actual um, it's like a military grade. It's like a gas mask, a gas mask or something, yeah. right? It's some sort of gas mask. Yeah, yeah. And he has like flame retardant something like his jacket is something yeah. like that you can see his, his, his amazon list essentially of uh of doomsday preppers like i just love this flame retardant stuff mm. we yes, yes. <laughs> no max is uh, is an interesting beast it's uh it, it just it just lists, essentially burns you know like it, it's just it's it's so interesting there was there so what happens is if you take the you you, you kind of stop and slow down the, co- the combustion rate on the outside but you're increasing the combustion rate on the inside because everybody's dying <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> that's exactly what happens. Like we, many, many years ago, a total segue, but many, many years ago, there was an insistence that we use uh, Nomex, which is fire retardant material okay. to do hits, mm-hmm. you know, using flashbangs or using with, with booby traps or, or meth labs or whatever the case is. And uh, A, the cost is astronomical. Mm-hmm. And then B, it is hot as balls in those things <laughs> and it just is the most uncomfortable material the world has ever seen and i'm sure things technology is kind of getting a little bit better now yeah. but really and so eventually what we ended up doing in order to 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 get a counter argument going on why we shouldn't be spending that kind of money is we actually try burning it and it burned right up <laughs> <laughs> but like five years later of wearing this uncomfortable shit it didn't even work <laughs> barely oh my god that was terrifying the, the moment you do that experiment so let me get this straight i'm going to suffocate to death here in this in this truck to prevent me from burning sounds oh. like counter i don't know what's worse <laughs> Burning or suffocating? (laughs) Both pretty shitty. (laughs) Do I have to choose, guys? No, don't choose. Don't be that guy. You gotta pick something. I want to play a game. <laughs> yeah, man. I thought I thought it was pretty pretty spooky, but it's kind of cool how they get how he, how he basically um, becomes a, a you know, and they make it they make it look like he has five hundred followers. Mm. Are you kidding me? <laughs> if you're a, if if you're that kind of doomsday prepper that's ready to go to war with the yeah. government, you'll have five. 50,000 people following you, not 500. Well, it's kind yeah. of interesting. We, well, we, if you see some, well, no, yeah, you're right. It's I mean, we that. touched on it a little bit last night before the, or not last night, last week before the podcast, session, mm. where we were talking about kind of the parallels between this kind of character getting this online following, kind of this dark web kind of fixture and all this kind of like far ideal politics that gets in your mind. And, it's kind of you can kind of see it now. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's 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 real world parallels, kind of, with oh. like the last year's riots in the Capitol Hill. Sure. You have Ottawa this year with the freedom uh, freedom convoy and everything. Like, there are those groups of people. Not 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 to say like those are equal because obviously it's not as crazy as they the Riddler murdering people. They're dancing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I would say um, the comparison is probably not accurate, but I, we I get the gist of what you're saying. Yeah, you're saying like civil or, 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 unrest. Yeah. And, yeah. and what you were talking about <laughs> is polarization. Yes, you know yeah. it's it, it is what it is. It's polarization, and it's it is everywhere. It's yeah. seeped into everything. So I thought that was interesting that they brought that to the, the forefront. Which brings a really good point as well. So you have that polarization and there's a, there is a point, there's a turning point in the movie where Batman seems to go from, you know, wanting to beat on bad guys to being a leader mm-hmm. and, and going out even rescuing people, doing certain things. And I think there was a, a certain understanding or, or, or there was an evolution of his of his character. Okay, what they need right now is, is, is a bit of a, a leader basically to take mm. the helm here because yeah. nobody's doing it and yeah. the place is falling apart. Well, they see their so-called leader get shot in front of them by mm-hmm. this militia. Sure. I mean, <laughs> just as you say that it, um, like it hits me, right? Like, cause you, when you say that, I, I, I picture in the film when they're in the bottom in the waters, there in the, the, the flashbang, you know, the flare is there and he's, he's kind of, um, he's escorting them, them out. Yeah. Leading that's, them a that's a great shot. Right. Well, and, and that is, the pic- if you were to um, like draw an image or may- paint a picture of leadership or a leader, mm-hmm. that would be an image that you would probably think of. Certainly, and then he goes he goes to the extent of essentially helping somebody on the stretcher, and that person on the stretcher mm-hmm. refuses to let him go. The person is holding on to him like hope. 
mm-hmm. you know, and which in a, in a, in what seemed like a hopeless situation, you yeah. know. And you if you guy. realize too, the sun's rising in the background. I totally missed that. Yeah. You know, I need to watch the movie again to be mm-hmm. honest, because a lot of these little things here and there, like I don't recall that the the hand, and that just adds another element either. to the film, and it uh, makes it actually more powerful when you can see that and that's the interpretation that you gleaned out of it. So uh, for sure, I need to watch it again because I didn't catch that piece. Sunrising, new beginnings. Awesome. Right? So like it's... it's And he's looking up when he's going up. Yeah. He's looking up like a hopeful kind of look. Exactly. He's not not looking down anymore. You see him kind of always... It's it's a it's a sweet dichotomy from the how they bookend it, right? (laughs) Where where after he does that massive beatdown of the kind of maybe maybe Joker's gangs maybe because they have some face paint going on a little mm-hmm. bit of a Schumacher esque uh, yeah. face paint going on. Mm-hmm. After he does a beatdown, he tries to help that stranger, and he's like, "Get the fuck away from me! Don't t- don't hurt me!" Mm-hmm. But then you have the end, and it's sure. bookended with. Mm-hmm. Instead of someone running away, they're embracing him. Sure. Right? And even the, the mayor, t- or the, the so-called mayor, reaches out, and they kind of have that, like, Michelangelo little yeah. finger touch. <laughs> and it's nice, man. It's nice. It's, it's nice to see that. You evolution. know, when you kind of frame it at the end that way, <clears throat> it clearly looks like the character is evolving. And into the second movie, he'll uh, further evolve and hopefully really get into the character by the third. But you never know how fast the progression is or whatnot, but you can kind of see it happening now. Mm-hmm. I mean, they the could, they the could take it from here. Um, they could take it right, right after the events, which they may or six months from then. Sure. A year from now, two years from now, three I years think from that's now? more likely. Yeah. I think so too. Cause I mean, how do you, like, you, you, you know, you watch him rebuild the city for seven years, yeah. you know, whereas they can come back and say, okay, seven years later, this is the current status and we can launch right into whatever it is that well, we want to launch. But into. they're also doing that spin off the penguin. So that's going to yeah. be, how long is that going to be? Or yeah. is that, that's going to be part of that world. So they have to develop that character. And when that character gets developed, maybe he turns into the penguin fully. I mean, mm-hmm. who knows what it looks like. I, right? I wonder, do they plan on running that concurrently or what's the, what's the, plan I don't know. I know they're starting, that before the second movie yes that, that'll be out beforehand yeah because that second movie i think they're planning for like three or four years from now gotcha yeah which is more than enough time for them yeah and, and this and think about this one too it's been delayed so many times the, the they've already probably movie. started pre like production on that uh penguin film i or believe TV show. so yeah. yeah i think they wanted to to have that announcement after the batman came out and want to initially gauge mm-hmm. the, the response, the, the response oh, yeah. well, right? it's, it's good it's good it's good <laughs> like he killed it yes yeah. like he did a great job yeah oh, yeah all, all around i think it was fantastic yeah. what'd you think of um the actual detecting <laughs> yeah uh, you, from your experience Seb, i want to i want to hear a little bit more well, you, you had spoke recently while we had that quick break they would never let a lieutenant on the crime scene. Like, what's going on there? What's he doing there, dude? Well, he might come to crime scene, but he certainly isn't doing any investigating. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit of a taking a piss at the uh, commissioned officers, to be honest. But, uh, uh, you know, it, it's very interesting. So if we're, lo- okay. if, we're, if we're looking at the investigative side of Batman, I mean, evidently there's a lot of work to be done there because they missed a whole bunch of, you know, things along the way. Um, even though they were able to right away s- seemingly get the answers to the riddles, mm-hmm. uh, there was a lot of other things that were done that were pretty sketchy. But I mean, whatever. It's not an investigation movie, right? And and maybe it would have maybe you know trumped a, a little bit of the flow or something. So they just did what they did. But uh, what I was referring to is uh, Gordon is actually theoretically a lieutenant, mm-hmm. so he's a commissioned officer. Yeah, um, and is 
you know, police force. And we all know that generally they won't be at the scene. It's the, you know, constables and, uh, <laughs> and sergeants. Right. right. Mm-hmm. And doing and, the nitty gritty, right? Yeah. That, that are going to be doing the work. And, and that person essentially uh, becomes an administrator and they will be, you know, so I just, I was just making fun of that. A little I think, bit. I think, <laughs> I think it's important that Gordon is there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to speak on this a little bit too, because it's the first interaction you see with Batman and the police where Gordon is, he obviously has some sort of relationship with Batman, uh, at least to some extent. They still aren't sure about each other. Sure. But Batman's kind of using Gordon as his way in, mm-hmm. right? And so you see that interaction when he first comes up, and I think it's Ramirez, um, who was in the comics as well. as, as, as oh, He was, or she was in. She was in. She in, was in. Yeah, Christian yeah. Bale. Check, yeah. she, was, she was the uh, the the sellout. Yeah, well, she she had family in. Uh, or no, Matt, she, was, she was yesterday. She was, she was, yeah, she was yeah. the sellout. Yeah. Uh, so it's just interesting to see that character reimagined, and he's he's uncertain. It, it's funny. I want to bring him up really quick because he's he's really like fuck Batman. What the fuck is this guy doing here? And then he geeks out like a little fangirl when he sees Bruce Wayne yeah. at the funeral mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh my god, it's Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And it's, I feel like there's really a little funny part because there's not a lot of funny humorous things in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just it's just really funny to see that before he's entering the crime scene, which you know, good on him for doing because like get the fucking this lunatic out of off my crime scene when he's dressed sure. as a bat what the fuck is going on here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you put it that way <laughs> I mean, yeah why weren't they no one said shit <laughs> he's just got what this one guy saying uh what the fuck i'm the only one here Every- it was serpico <laughs> is that what, <laughs> what the shit something man? about chain of evidence yeah. <laughs> yeah so it's our introduction and you don't hear a goddamn peep from batman the mm-hmm. entire time it's just his his presence again sure all robert pattinson which was we spoke about yeah you don't know what the hell he's doing. He's just kind of looking at things, but he's, he's making co- eye contact with certain things. The camera switches to it. He's, and they're like, okay, that's, that's of note. That's of note. That's of note. So you're kind of doing those mental note, sure. mental images as he's doing it without even realizing it. Sure. Then you kind of see when he takes, when he goes back and he kind of leaves, he fucks off. He gets kicked out. He, he has those little funky little uh, contact lenses and it's been a recording device the entire time. I thought that was a cool little device that we haven't seen before. That's oh, really cool. No, the device was cool, <clears throat> but the question was the detectiveing, the sleuthing. Yes, I know. I know you had some issues with this, so that's why I want to dive into it. Let's hear it. So, from my understanding, Batman's character is supposed to be the world's best detective, the right? World's greatest detective, right? He's the world's greatest detective. And how is that tested? Detective, listen, comics, baby. listen. He <laughs> solves every crime without fucking it up. Number one, Sherlock Holmes. I, I wanted to see a Sherlock Holmes. Esque mm-hmm. feel to Batman. Did mm-hmm. you want like Sherlock Holmes? Sherlock Holmes, no, 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 like no, no, no. Arthur, Arthur, no. or Columbo type? No, yeah, like like or this, Robert Downey Jr. No, no, what's not, up? I mean, not, not not like a Columbo character, not but it, but like what I mean is like using some of that what you would think a great detective would be, just a little bit. You don't need to like throw it all over the place because he didn't solve anything. <laughs> like he didn't solve one. Like he did a shit job. At, he was pretty good at riddles. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, Doctor Seuss. Okay, but the the but he didn't do one good thing as a detective in this, and he's supposed to be the world's greatest detective. Now, if you're the world's greatest detective as Batman, even if it's year two, you should be competent, right? And he wasn't Maybe. competent as a detective, from what I saw, based on the things that he did not solve. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's Fail. hear it. You know, Sash probably has more detective experience than I do. So I spent mm. <laughs> I spent all my years in the force doing other things that That's weren't fair. on the other side of investigation. That's fair. Uh, That's evident, fair. Evidently, been uh, been working hand in hand with them, but I haven't done the work. So. I see. I see. Yeah. I see. Yeah. I, I think yeah, he he wasn't quite there with it. Mm-hmm. 
I think they were doing an okay job with him because he's kind of like kind of like an amateur podcaster, kind of like what I'm doing here right now. He's kind of like an amateur sleuth. Right, he's kind of, he's sleuthing about maybe. He, I don't know, man. I think they're. I think I mean, I so think, now, but but now we're speculating, right? Yes, yes, we're speculating. I'd now. like to speculate because it's a character I hold dear to my heart. Yes, I don't, I don't want to think. But the then best. You, you you would think, okay, so then you you hold this character dear to your heart, right? Yeah, but I'm not going to be the, whoa, the whoa, asshole whoa, whoa, that whoa. get like. I just asked the question. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> you said yeah that uh, this character you hold to your heart, right? Yes. yes okay. Yeah. So would you agree, or would you um say that? This Batman mm-hmm. portrayed the essence of the detective he's supposed to be no, from the no, comics. No, no, no. That's no, all I'm saying. No. Yes, that's, yes, that's, yes. that's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. There. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And I, I I was wanting to see a little bit more of that. That's yeah. it. Yeah. No, I so, and, no, and coming and back, you're, 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 you are right. Yeah, I, and I, if I, we're I talking about that, yeah. just the detective piece, the, that was, they failed. What, what I want to, what I want to, maybe I, what I want to get across was at least they're putting effort in the movie per se, to at least give it a chance at being that kind of figure stuff out as Batman. Sure. Kind okay. of, cause you had a little bit of it with like the Nolan kind of, you know, figuring the brick and getting all that, like the thumbprint and stuff like that. And like that was kind of him piecing clues. It's really all you got from that. No, I mean, I'm probably expecting something that's never going to happen. Well, let's call a spade a spade here. <laughs> Investigations aren't as sexy as right. <laughs> no, but I mean, I want to see him beat people up yeah. like, in the subway. <laughs> I mean, I want to. I want to. I honestly, this is how stupid I am. <laughs> I wanted to see more of the, um, like a actual like I, I need to figure shit out. Like like using his head, mm-hmm. like more of that. What and if he What if he did headbutts? Would that work? Or is that, <laughs> does that qualify? Oh man, I don't know. Would he be protected with that fucking cowl? <laughs> I don't know. Did he get shot in the head? I don't know. I did? Did. Yeah, no, he got shot in the head. Or I'm chest? pretty sure he did. I mean, when they were at one point, I when, when, when they're fighting in this uh, in the hallway with the uh, with the heavy machine, yeah, gun, he yeah. would have had to have gone firing shot. everywhere. Yeah, he would have had to. Yeah, that's, shot. Very, that's very. That's. Uh, I feel, wicked, I feel there's a lot scene. of uh, callbacks to the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight Rises. As well, that that scene is pulled direct from the Dark Knight Rises. Before that scene fight. was sick, right? It's like it's just the quick flashes, flash, 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 flash but he's moving. And that he's, was sexy. But it, this it was this scene is, is kind of it's different from the Dark Knight Rises because at least with gritty. the other one, the Nolan, he was kind of you see him kind of jumping and swooping and like kind of moving all over the place. This one, he's just walking straight through, just mm. taking it all. <laughs> that was, was well, sick. Yeah, <laughs> and and when he's resurrecting the barrels, like because he is, he's mm. fighting, and you can see you can't see what he's doing specifically, mm. but you can see. The, the arcs of fire are moving everywhere so, yeah. you, so you know he's got control of the weapon which yeah. is cool as hell yeah, but it's man. dark because he can't really see it just, oh, he's probably walk. grabbing you can't it, make like it like at the muzzle as, or something like pushing it up or Dude, who, what is he doing those man? huge cool. gauntlets that he has and stuff like that that was pretty cool too. I like the we didn't even talk about his costume oh. mm-hmm. yeah we're launching in a costume now let's do it you yeah. like that because we, we have to yeah we, we definitely have to, have to. Yeah. we definitely have you to. kick it off first okay perfect so what i want to bring attention to i think it's been rumored i don't know if it's been confirmed the actual bat symbol has been rumored to be the actual gun from joe chill the murderer of thomas and martha wayne that he's taken and melted down into the symbol of the bat on his chest mm-hmm. and it's also like in the comics that's always been the most reinforced part of his armor in his in his costume because that's what kind of brings it brings people in to aim at it it's more of a target sure like why they kind of use that excuse as like the yellow thing too whereas i think that's in the same kind of thing they use that as a target where they want people to kind of shoot at sure it's a center of mass kind of thing to see yeah so i I think that's really cool if it actually is if that's true or not but it it looks if you look at it closely it looks like there are some it's a knife he used it. He pulled it out to cut himself down. <laughs> I'm, I'm saying no. He did. He, yeah, yeah. He, but he, yeah. I'm saying he mel- he melted it that gun. Mean that it's not a melted he, gun. 
Yeah, he's made it into the bat symbol from the murder weapon. Because mm. in the comics too, he has that gun on like display gotcha. next to the famous like uh, T Rex. I, like I, I think I heard some uh, yeah. like uh, podcast and like um, on YouTube various different uh, reviewers mm-hmm. mentioned that, but I don't know if they've cited specifically where they heard it. Sounds it's like, one of those mythos things. That sounds like fake news. Sounds like bro science. Bro oh, science it's definitely bro science. <laughs> this, this entire show is bro science. Um, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with bro science. There's no. apparently not. No, no, it's amazing. No, quick math. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, what do you what do you what do you think? I I really liked. So this could be seen as a. I don't know. It could be seen as a hot take, but I don't think it is because when he's escaping the GCPD, when they're kind of turning on him a little bit. He runs away. He's freaking out. He uses his 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 gauntlet kind of uh, grappling gun. It, it's built in, which I really think is cool. And you can kind of see. I don't know if it's you see it, but you know that there's there's the cord, the whatever wound up in there. Mm-hmm. And he kind of flings it off his wrist, shoots it up. He's going up. He's getting shot at. In the meantime, but once he gets up top, it's kind of it. It's kind of like a Spider-Man Homecoming, where Tom Holland's on that. I've seen it yet. It's, it's in the trailer. That doesn't it's, matter. It's also... Whatever. It's Spider-Man. It's Spider-Man. He, what? He, Excuse me? Pause. <laughs> it's, it's, no, it's no spoiler. It's no spoiler. Whatever. But he gets up, Homecoming. He gets up to the top of the Washington Monument for yeah. the first time. And he's from Queens. He's used to these lower buildings. Oh, Homecoming. Sorry. Yeah, Homecoming. Homecoming. Far from home. Yeah, yeah. So he's on top of it. He's like, oh, fuck. It's just really high up here. Yeah. And brings a wingsuit to the thing. So he doesn't, he takes awesome. his cape, he's, he's kind of like seals it up, and then he has his, his, his flying, yeah. his wingsuit, right? Awesome. His little flying squirrel. And he and he has that fucking fear. He's terrified. He's like, holy. He has a, uh, uh. and you can feel how fast <laughs> he's going. Mm-hmm. And it's such a perfect shot of how he's going. It, it looks badass as fuck. But you also see, see the fear in his face, where he doesn't. He, I don't think he's not done this before. Or if he has, it's been once before to see if it actually works. Well, and in an urban environment <laughs> surrounded by freaking. <laughs> yeah. And how fast you're going? Like if you're if you're in like a free like there's not much around you. You, you can't. It's hard, like the perception talk of about, speed is different, right? Talk about tunnel vision, right? Yeah. But the per- perception of speed is different when you got buildings going. Just <laughs> think about wind tunnel and all kinds oh, of things and buildings. And so cool. And I, I'm glad they didn't make it. You'd be a fly splattered on the wall. <laughs> but he did. He does kind of splatter. Yeah, and that I, was. I like yeah. that. I kind of like that they include that, though, because sure. it's not perfect, right? They, he fucks up and he feels like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like off on banging off the ground they, right? they, they had him coming in hot, hot like hot he as, was not walking away from that yeah no. that's the thing like so a few of those like i mean and now we're nitpicking a little oh, bit if, sure, we're, if sure. we're gonna if we're going to nitpick there were parts that where you'd be like okay come on man like when the explosion happened with alfred okay really you'd probably be dead right in the face um you have like various different little things you I, hold you, on let me stop you for a second here you know, if Alfred's been around the family for that long and he's protecting a vigilante, the last thing he's going to do is open an unknown weird kind of letter with a weird, you know, uh, weight to it and a variety. Because he looked, if you if you watch the movie, yeah. he actually looks at the envelope and he's suspicious of it. He looks at it, he kind of weigh, you know, weighs it and then he, he opens it slowly and it's almost like, okay, let's see if this blows up. Let me, let me open it by feet, yeah. you know, um, realistically. I mean, if we want to be realistic, you'd you'd take better precaution. Like you, okay. wouldn't, you wouldn't be opening that. Fair. That I, didn't, I didn't. I didn't. I just, I didn't, I just thought I'd point that out. No, fair. <laughs> no, to, but, to pop on that too. Like he's been. He knows what Batman's been working on, right? He knows the Riddler killings does, are out there. He does. He does. One hundred percent. You know, he, he's got the totality of the circumstances. So the last thing 
that he should expect. Why are you opening it? <laughs> why yeah. are you picking it up? Or wh- yeah, why? Fair. Okay. If Maybe. it's suspicious, yeah, fair. toss it in the corner and freaking you know yeah. use a water hose. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I feel like it would have been cool to see Bruce Wayne get injured by that instead of Alfred for a little bit, not to be like sidelined for the sure. rest of the thing, but like sure. somewhat kind of sidelined because it's meant for him. And especially to build on your point again, if Alfred was aware of all this dog shit that Thomas and Martha Wayne were up to. And he knows that these characters are being picked off by the Riddler. Maybe his, his 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 indicators would be going off the rails here. Where, but at least Bruce Wayne's a little bit more dull to it. He doesn't he doesn't know what the fuck? Well, but, but then, then he's also Batman too, right? So he wouldn't open it either. So it kind of defeats my yeah, point. He's but. not a great detective. <laughs> so maybe he would open it. He's like, oh, I've got mail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so heavy. There must be a gift in there. <laughs> but I mean, if they were to do that and they changed it, like, they would have to change the entire story then, obviously, yeah, right? Yeah. Like because then they wouldn't have that scene where they're talking to each other and then he changes his mind and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So you just basically change the film at that point. Yeah. After and and what changes his mind too is actually he sees he sees the underside after he goes to the the Thomas Wayne or the Wayne orphanage, right? Mm-hmm. That's where it kind of alludes that, you know, that's where, well, it doesn't, it doesn't allude, it just shoves it down your throat. Riddler grew up there. Sure. And, and that's why he, this is what motivates him. He's been motivated because Thomas Wayne promised his orphanage a better life. And he died, never happened because of his corruption. That's why he didn't get his way and his ha- sure. happy, happily ever after. Mm-hmm. So then he blames Bruce Wayne for being the orphan, orphan that got everything and all the attention away from him because only anyone cared about little poor Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, all the other guys were suffering. So he's like, fuck this bullshit. Let's, let's flip it all. Sure. And I, and then, and then kind of, you have that emotional reaction where Batman's like, what the fuck? This bullshit. <laughs> 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 it's true. Yo, what the fuck? Why are you taking <laughs> like, this so personally? Because yeah. I'm Bruce Wayne. Why, why so serious? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what you did you there. Like that was beautiful. Yeah, man. Not just a pretty face. <laughs> I don't even think I am. So I <laughs> Your mom must think you are. I don't think she does either. <laughs> All right, fellas, settle down here. All settle right. down. What do you guys think about the the costume? I, I I spoke my ear off about it, which led us to great things. But let's hear about your opinion. Yeah, I, I I loved it. I thought it was it was measured. It was realistic. It was dark, and it was not. Um, cartoonish yeah. my biggest issue is in any of those is, is when you, the character starts being cartoonish you know either by way of demeanor or just the way they're dressed or some of the stupid shit they do so i just really enjoyed the true darkness of that suit mm-hmm. it, it was right in line with the rest of the act really yeah i agree 100 percent. the suit was good it, it fit the character it fit the feel and vibe of the film um i even liked the way the cape fell Right, dude. Like, okay, I want to. Br- I want to. Yeah. I want to touch on that. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Because I think of it now being he has a he doesn't have the cape that's kind of built into his shoulders. Right. He has it kind of like a Dracula cape, yes. where it does come up a little bit around his neck, even though the neck in the front is wide open, and he has that that open like jaw mm-hmm. uh, back cowl kind of thing. But it does come up a little bit, and I do like the look of it. Mm-hmm. It adds mm-hmm. a little bit to it, where. I don't know. It just it just seems and, right and seemingly ballistic, so it's protecting him. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, if, and the way it falls, it drops and everything. Yeah, it was a bit long. You could see it at certain parts, but it, it, I mean, it just looked good. It, yeah. it, fit, it fit the costume. I liked his incorporation of like the the leg um, holster. Yep, that was cool, and it, it was you know you can just you can see raw tactical gear. Sure, right mm-hmm. for the first time, really. I mean, you have his utility belt everywhere else. 
but you never actually really see anything other than maybe a grappling gun or right. like small little batarangs, gotcha. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You actually see something tactical, and his armor, his plates, you can see the plates kind of in it, in it, and you, the, the ribs. It's not just abs or bat nips. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly <laughs> isn't abs. It, <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's, it's, it, you can see that, that rigid plating kind of thing to the costume, and I thought it was sweet, and the gauntlets had a sweet look to them. You even have the, the electricity gauntlets. He gets that little that little zap to the, the mm-hmm. jugular there that not, unlocks, like, knocks the guy out. Yeah. It's really cool. They did it pretty well in keeping with certain things from the actual character of Batman incorporating it, but in a badass and real gritty take kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Even the built-in grapple gun, which could be the, the thing that's most... You know, whatever outlandish, contentious. Yeah, yeah. But you've you've seen that before in like in in kind of wrist deploying devices. That's a, that's been around forever. Okay, here's the thing, man. You can you can make Batman have almost anything at this point. He's been around long oh, enough yeah. that there's been all kinds of interpretations and incarnations of his weaponry. Bat shark repellent, dude. I mean, fuck. You can do whatever. <laughs> so I, I, they did a good job, man. Yeah. As a two, year two, they killed it in terms of the costume. Oh. Leading into the costume, then, and we're talking about the bat gadgets kind of thing. The Batmobile. Oh man, the Batmobile. Don't get me started. Get it, on no, this get thing. him started on it. Let's I hear, hear your. Let, let I'm not. I'm not, rip. A, I'm not a car guy. So, bro, <laughs> um, the the way that first of all the opening scene when you see the car for the first time wasn't nearly as good as hearing the car for the first <laughs> oh, time, yeah. bro. They they did a fantastic job on that car, and I believe it's a Dodge Charger. I think it's a Charger. Looks, so looks, looks like it. kind of like it, it's a Charger like, yeah, you know, probably a, some sort of freaking anyway. That American Muscle, right, dude? The sound of that thing and just the 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 purr. Oh, it was it was it was beautiful. But not, <laughs> not only not only the sound because sometimes what happens in in, in the movies. They they use a sound and the sound is just not congruent with what the car is actually mm. doing. Whereas here, Ines in lower gears and and whatnot, and it's that you know like super aggressive purr, you know, like and they oh, give it a man. good intro too. I love that thing. It sounded as ten times better than it looked, and it was just amazing. <laughs> so what I picked up on, and I'm not a huge car guy or anything like that, but what I appreciated and what I acknowledge what you're saying is you could. Hear it sound like a car compared to the other films. Absolutely. So the other films, they weren't cars. Like they just didn't sound like a car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it a had vehicle, that, like a it, muscle car. It had like that turbine sound, right? Yes. Or that um, uh, what do you call it? Um, a jet, uh, jet, a jet engine. Yeah, oh, jet yeah. engine. Essentially, Le- oh, what's it called? Uh, um, reactor. No. Yeah, a jet reactor, right? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, like, know the, like the middle... Yeah, yeah middle well, it's a huge jet. Mm-hmm. That's basically that's sure. the propulsion system. Back from... Sure. I mean, the only other car, really, is the, is a 66 Batman, which yeah. is just a boat of a convertible, mm-hmm. right? And then you have... like the, It gets in the more outlandish, um, like the Burton. Yeah. With that, you know, the yeah that's with ridiculous. The, with the wings, the bat wings and the bat. Sure. And then you get the tumbler, the Dark Knight, and stuff like that. That was cool Which stuff. The, yeah, the tumbler was cool. It cool. Was, I like. But, but this again, in line with the rest of the the way they set up every other piece of equipment, yep. such as you know the wingsuit and all these other things, mm. it was real. This yes. is a real. This is a real car that you can buy at the you know at the shop next door and get it souped up so that it 
fits the purpose and becomes your your operational tool. And he has been. And it looks like yeah. He just it just had little tips or little hints throughout where he he's, it's up on it's up in the garage, right? And you can tell he's been working on it. And then you finally hear it after that that drug bust go wrong or whatever with the penguin, where he gets that opening and you hear it roar and you hear and he doesn't go right away. It's a linger. It is a linger. Sweetness. And I, and I want to compare it to the likes of like um, like any haunted car kind of motif, like the Christine of Christine, Stephen, yeah. of Stephen mm, King. Sure. Yeah, yeah. This fucking hell on wheels and it's coming to get you. And they do that chase perfectly. Shot perfectly. You have that feel perfectly. I think it's one of the best like Batmobile chases mm. here because... He's relentless and he's a he's a he's a man on fire. Like he's he's coming through and and you see that shot in the trailer too when he comes through. It kind of I wish they didn't show that in the trailer, almost you know. But but it's such a good shot mm-hmm. that you need to get that out there for the people that aren't going to see it and, and aren't going to like go out and watch it. But it's so fucking cool and how they flip it too, where he's coming at you, where he's it's upside down. It's from the penguin's perspective. Sure, but just that chase and I actually like the driving style of that man because he's he's fucking he's freaking the badass ness of the vehicle mm-hmm. it's it's like the the classic like okay don't be scared don't be scared don't be scared don't be scared so you have that hard exterior but inside he's kind of freaking out because he's freaking out trying mm-hmm. to like keep up with all the traffic that's going batshit insane notice no, <laughs> no so, pun intended so, no, so to speak you know <laughs> you know batshit insane <laughs> pun he, was intended yeah right? you know was it was really you know it good. was it's, just, it's really cool it was really cool to see that again, that dichotomy, right, of of the situation yeah, of the cutting in and out. What's really cool is that he's bringing his emotion throughout the entire movie in every element of everything that he's doing. So even when he's driving the vehicle, or when he's walking, or when he's talking to whomever, that um, the essence of how messed up he is is in everything. Mm-hmm. So like, um, like his anger, or like when he's fighting, you. Like the aggression is way more than any other Batman or iteration of Batman. Like you can feel it. It's like a a it's, visceral it's feel, visceral, yeah. right? So you, it, which is which it, which is very different than some of the well, all of the other films. I think like you, they were all like uh, Bale and everybody was awesome, but you didn't get that visceral like really. It, I felt the punches. Anger. I felt the punches. And it's, yeah. and it's and it's visceral and it's sort of coupled with viciousness mm. right so you have you have the two you have the true the true capturing of the emotion the raw emotions in a way that's never been done before and then you have the viciousness of basically operationalizing those emotions or actionalizing those emotions you know in 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 a way that we haven't seen before i just love the fact that somehow for a guy that i was expecting mm. to completely shit to bed <laughs> he, he was he was able to he was able to, he to capture those emotions at every single time yeah. without Overcompensating, and which is huge. Yes. I agree, yes. hundred. Like when he even took the, I guess it was adrenaline or whatever you took at the end of the I film. Went, oh, oh, so baby, you can, he, it was even more so. It came out even more. So like he can, he was controlling it even in the other of uh, uh, other uh, scenes, mm-hmm. and he really let it out in this one. It's like fuck me, man. I was like, that was legit. So I'm very happy again. You brought that up. Yeah, you like that? I did. I, I did. And here's why. So. It's you see it pull it pulls it out of this special compartment of the bat suit. Which what is color like, was it? It was green. Oh shit! What the fuck does that mean? That's not adrenaline. <laughs> oh, <laughs> 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 venom. 
<laughs> so that could be like the beginning steps to having like Bane in another movie or some shit like that, sure. right? And it's and it's from a storyline too where Batman gets addicted to mm. Venom. Mm. I forget what it's called. I forget what it's called. I can't think of it right now. I might Google it while we're continuing going here. Yeah, and but, don't for those of you who are Marvel Cinematic Universe people, Venom isn't uh, the character <laughs> he's talking about. It's a drug or a yes. um, substance that is used to enhance. It's a human growth hormone on steroids. Yeah. Yep. Ba- it basically, it's it's the green substance. It's basically the power of Bane, which it, it just amplifies every bit of physicality about you. Mm-hmm. And it may distort you a little bit mentally. I don't know. Well, I mean, it kind of looked like it at the <laughs> it end there. It kind of looked like it. <laughs> it, it yeah, he, he, he injects it. And initially, I did think, oh, that adrenaline cool, because I was so engaged. Even though it was Batman, I was so engaged with the movie, and I just thought of, like, oh, realistic. It's just it's just adrenaline cool. And you think of it afterwards, like, holy fucking shit. <laughs> no, is- I knew for sure it was something not adrenaline, because why would they pull something out and just, like... Show it directly? Yeah, and inject themselves. Why, like... Who's going to think of adrenaline, right? Like, that's only people like us are thinking of that. Yeah. But, like, so it's going to be something else, right? Like, it, he didn't just get an allergic reaction to something. <laughs> no. He's taking his fucking shot, you know what I mean? I just, well, like, it, it could be atropine. I mean, if it was anything related to, you know, chemical warfare or sure. anything like okay, that. Okay, sure. But yeah. uh, some sort of countermeasures for mm. uh, chemical agents, right? Sure. But uh, I, I was uh, researching this here just to, Oh, yes, uh, perfect. Yeah, and it says some along the lines of uh, a new edition of the classic tale from Batman, Legends of the Dark Knight, 1620. I guess introducing the strength-enhancing drug Venom. After Batman fails to save a young girl, he becomes addicted to Venom. There you go. And his entire life begins to spiral out of control. So yeah. that would be a new rendition of legends of the dark knight there you go so <laughs> it's a question yeah. his life didn't spiral out of control before <laughs> <laughs> i never realized his life was in control like, you know, he's, been, he's been fucked up the whole time <laughs> i must have missed something <laughs> no, no, just, just now just now that's the tipping point yeah. it's so a drug addiction one of the interesting thing you said there chris uh, with respect to physicality so one mm-hmm. of the things that i would like to see and i and i just don't want this to come across as condescending or anything mm-hmm. like that but uh he needs like 20 pounds of muscle. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. He, he just does like, he, he literally looked like a crackhead. <laughs> he, he did. And, and when he takes the suit off. And so one of the problems is, it just isn't consistent with some of the tactics that he used when he's fighting. So he's okay. throwing guys around everywhere. He's mm-hmm. not superhuman. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So now you have a 170 pound Batman that's mm-hmm. like throwing guys around like they weigh, you know, 50 pounds right well if you're going to do that then make it make him 205 you know right. like and and there and it's been done before christian bale yeah. has done it a Both bunch of 220 and sure in, in, uh, Batman but and, and i'm not suggesting he needs to be he doesn't he doesn't need to be and if he's using different tactics where you know maybe leverage and and whatever more manipulations maybe? sure sure now you're you're starting to dabble into some sort some martial arts where size isn't an issue and but, you're more towards the technical things but mm-hmm. then you change the camera angles a hundred percent you do yeah. and now how do you get but that's exactly what what happened they they get the white screen on which mm. is great and mm. he's laying a beating on everybody and guys are flying everywhere but it's just I, it would have been nice and again it's no, just i agree a thousand percent yeah. with you but the, you know what the funny thing is you know what the scene when he was walking in, he was like he, you see him with a shirt on from the back yeah he gained weight mm-hmm. he did gain he's weight, gained yeah. 20 pounds he's sure. he, so he probably has to gain additional 20 pounds yeah. like i agree with you a thousand percent he needs like he's probably what is he over six feet I would say so. I mean, so, it's hard to it's hard to tell with actors that, I, though. This will make because I'll tell you exactly right now that how bad it'll be. If let me hear this height, yeah, because a Batman traditionally is is like your two fifteen, two twenty kind of thing, and he's six two. That's that's the going 
mm-hmm. uh, going height for him is six. So six two, you, you would have to be at least two fifteen. I I think if you're a Batman, if you're a Batman, six two minimum two fifteen. You can right. still move. You can still be agile. You can still be aggressive. You can still fight. Yeah. So they have him as seventy five kilos. It was one sixty five. And uh, and 185. So he's actually he's taller. Oh, yeah. So he's, he's, so, six he's two, ta- so he's I <laughs> yeah I weigh 180. Yeah. And I'm five nine. So he's smaller than me. Mm-hmm. And, and taller. And much taller. And yeah. much taller. Yeah. Like I'm so like, he, like I'm six two. 165 pros. So that was probably before the movie. So my guess would be that would be before. Yeah, because he's not. Or? He's probably more than 165 he now. Did, do something for it. He wasn't just like no. You could tell he yet. gained. He gained a bit. Yeah. but he's probably around one seventy five. Yeah, like he, he's not. He's not looking. You no. know, but a, he for for doing what you're. But, but for Batman, right? Sure. We're talking about for Batman. You're like going to be ragdolling guys everywhere and yeah. literally lift them up and fly them everywhere, and you're not supernatural. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to have yeah. some sort of weight. Ben Affleck. Yeah, well, he fit yeah. the role. He, yes, <laughs> I actually in that movie for I, me. I do like Ben Affleck. He gets a lot of shit, but he he did have that physicality. I think, or he just. He was. He just felt bigger. He was more imposing. Well, but the I suit think, was fuller. Yes, it did fill out. Yeah, right? and I like. I, I, th- I still think for like what you said, Seb was. Yeah, he kind of seems off, but that presence just takes over regardless when sure. he enters the scene. Oh, there is no. Qu- there is no question. So, I, I, I agree entirely. Like, yeah, okay, it's it's. It, this is one of the things that were again the initial issues with his casting was like, first of all, he's scrawny. And then there's a bunch of shit that was gone out saying that he tweeted or whatever, like, Oh, I'm not working out for this shit. So that kind of like, but obviously he worked his fucking ass. Yeah, off. You okay. like, and you're getting $20 million. Like, you're going to fucking work. Yeah, it's your contract. Yeah, so, <laughs> you got no choice. Um, it's just, it's just, yeah, for, as for Batman. He's yeah. Like, and again, like, and, you know, if we turn that the other way, it, it actually, again, sort of shows how, how well he was able to own that role yeah. because he didn't really have that physicality to mm-hmm. do it and went, and yet he would show up on the scene and the charisma was there and it yes. literally sucked the oxygen out, the, out of the room, right? <laughs> yeah, Especially for tell. bad guys. And you could tell. Yeah. You could definitely tell. It's hilarious to see, actually. And it's funny. He didn't really change his facial emotion. Mm-hmm. It Dead was band. all really... Well, his eyes did. That's what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah. All it was really was emoting out of his eyes. So really, honestly, I'm probably going to have to watch this again. Oh, to, sure. To pick up on some of the things I wasn't even paying attention to. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, definitely. I, I, I can't wait for this to come out. I might see it again in theaters. It's going to yeah. be in theaters forever. Yeah. I wish I had. I'll, I'll check later. I'll I check still got to watch ba- uh, Spider-Man, though, bro. It, it just came out on uh, on digital. On it just di- came out on digital uh, today, actually. But it, I have a Disney Plus. When's oh, yeah, that going to It won't be on. It won't okay, be on then Disney I'll Plus watch it later tonight yeah. than on digital. Yeah. It just came out today, so. Uh, where are we at now on uh, terms of uh, talking about his physicality initially, yeah. and then how that, how but we still thought like yeah we could, we could do better, but we're uh, overall I think yeah, but he, at this point we're kind of nitpicking a little a little bit like um, I think you have to I think you have to for this thing it's gonna be it's gonna be nitpicked I mean yeah I think uh, not that it's a bad thing like, no. I feel like I feel like because I I go to these movies like these types of movies superhero movies. I like and invest in the characters and I just hope for the best in them. And I want to nitpick because then that opens me up to actually think critically about the movie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, okay, well maybe that wasn't so good or maybe that actually wasn't so well, good. Yeah. Actually, and that could lead to other things. Sure. All you have is a, is a bit of a positive bias. There's nothing wrong with that. 
That's why you bring people along, and now you have that exactly. Discord. Right? Exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah that's you important. get someone who's negative, and I'll be like, okay, well, how <laughs> shitty is this goddamn movie? You bring an erotic. <laughs> <laughs> it happens, man. I look at the the, the glasses half empty. <laughs> but but you know what? That and eventually it makes the glass full. Yeah. Right? You get the glass half full, half empty. You put them together, baby. There you go. Yeah. I'm just kidding around. <laughs> no, I know. I know. Or you refill it. <laughs> well, that why that would you want? To, why would you want a half glass anyway? Exactly. I guess. I guess overall impression. I mean, it's been pretty, pretty clear. I know for me, for myself personally, before that, the Dark Knight was it for me. Yeah. Um, good. I mean, the, good point. Let's comparisons now. Let's talk comparisons. Yeah. The Dark. The Dark Knight Rising was really good. The Dark. The Dark Knight was really good. Um, I also really like, and I'm I'm gonna mess that up, but it was the I believe it was the first Michael Keaton version. Uh, you know, Christmas time. Uh, that was the second one. That was with the Batman no. The, are you talking about with the which villain Joker? Oh, did it have the penguin? It, it was Joker. Okay, uh, yeah. so, so sorry, was, sorry, sorry. It was Penguin. So that was that was that was yeah. That was the second yeah. Tim Burton film. That was in ninety two. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Th- that before. So so you have. If I was to look at them, mm-hmm. I really this latest one to me is strike strike me as being better. I think, and I also think that evidently technology has come a long way, and it's it's way easier to produce those kinds of films as yeah. it was back then and make them believable. I would go this Dark Knight and um, and that. Oh, that that uh, second Batman. That's one? That's right. Yeah. Really? Hey, wow. Yeah. Wow. That, yeah. Yo, that's, that's a hot take. That's a hot that's take. That's a hot take. That's a hot take. Damn, sure dude. Like when you're bringing back the uh, that se- that second Batman. And we lambasted that one yes, the other you did. day. Yes, you did. Right? So I would like to hear your thoughts as <laughs> why? to why yeah, you would dude. throw that one there. Well, you know what's interesting is <laughs> is could it be the fact that I was, you know, young and, and it was... We okay. touched on that too. It, right? it was very impactful. Oh, so, you, so you haven't what? seen it since? No, I have not. Okay. No, okay. I haven't, okay. I haven't okay. watched it fair. again. Let's fair. Let's not ruin it. Then that's us. fair. Sure. That's fair. Okay. No, no, no. You know what? I want to. I, I Because... I, I just want to I want to watch it again to see if the perspective changes and that's totally fine. But mm. from an historical standpoint in terms of my personal growth, my personal life That was with Catwoman and everything in that's it. That's right. Yeah, and okay. That was that's the Michelle Pfeiffer one, right? Yes. Yeah. Fuck yeah. No, but here's the thing. Okay, oh. so when I okay, so you and I probably saw it around the same time for yeah, the first we time. Would have. Yeah, right? for sure. I um felt the same mm-hmm. because of Michelle Pfeiffer killed it. Like mm-hmm. she was like I thought it was amazing, mm-hmm. right? On um, watching it, like I've seen it a few more times, and my perspective has obviously changed because I'm older and sure. I have a different perspective and all those types of things. Um, so I would suggest don't watch it again. <laughs> so, 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 so no, he, no, but not to be a dick though, because you have a memory <laughs> that you want to keep on to. No, really. Okay, then. <laughs> I don't know, man. Fucking watch it then. No, no, no. But, but, but here's here's the thing. I mean, and I, you, you'd be in a better position to tell me, but. The darkness, like the initial darkness of that movie was as close as we were going to get from what we've seen from Dark Knight and what we have seen from this one. There was a lot of darkness around that movie as it relates to... I can see that, actually. I can see that. Yeah, so for... The grittiness of it? Yeah, just... just, uh, just, It was gross. It kind of... like It was some uncomfortable scenes from my memory of like... I I touched on it last week with the penguin. Yeah. First of all, his his hands are all kind of deformed. Yeah, yeah. And then the the stuff that comes out of his mouth. But it was so... But it was so... That was uh, so far-fetched. Yeah, Yeah. so it's kind of like cartoony, right? But but I kind of wrote off the penguin. For me, it was about the Batman and it was about... Okay. You know, and so... What about Christopher Walken? (laughs) Dude... 
can you not get Christopher Walken in absolutely every movie that comes out? <laughs> Look, you can put him in a shit movie. It's still good. I.E. Batman too. I would love to listen to him <laughs> all the time. Sorry, I just shit on your opinion about Did Batman. You? Yeah, that's all good, bro. bro. No, but um, Christopher Walken's always good no matter what movie you put him in because he can always kill it. He's amazing. Like he can this he, aristocrat kind of asshole character. Yeah. I, I think he was he was part of like part of the political sphere. That's why why I don't necessarily like it too much. It was too like dot, got too political and like there was a scheme to win over and mm. become the top of. First of all, why the fuck are you trying to elect this guy as mayor? He's he's drooling out the side of his mouth and he's clearly mm. oh a heinous person mm. <laughs> like everything he's doing is uncouth let's yeah. just say that to me nice. and how is he doing an election <laughs> like oh man oh. but like, he had some pretty sweet like penguin gimmicks and stuff like that and batman's a heroic like horrible murderer <laughs> he's just he's just an awful murderer he just like he literally lights someone on fire yeah <laughs> <laughs> which i like ah, I, that's not this yeah you know murder, whatever you know. but batman keeps in, in, in the patents and what he, he stays to his no kill rule which is cool he says no guns to gordon I think that kind of separates from from those other movies too. But. Sure. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested. No, but I think the cool thing is about when he says those things, he's in year two, so he wants to tell people, "I don't use guns." Yes, that's what he's saying to them. Mm-hmm. It's not. Point, so, it's not that. It's because they don't know, right? Well, it, it would he's, be a major failing. Yeah strategy but yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but i mean that he's telling but he's basically telling them he's messaging me out saying hey hey guys look i don't know guns i was about to sneeze so i moved <laughs> i didn't so he, he uh he uh so he's telling them hey i don't know no guns it's, so it, keep them out that's right? a, it brings it to another funny like another funny but is usually with with gordon somehow gordon's always involved with this like whether it's the pulling punch thing is like hey man you clearly pulled your punch and like I did. Yeah. <laughs> or like when he's like, I don't I don't use guns. I don't do guns. Put your gun away. He's like, that's you, man. <laughs> it's like, fuck that. I'm using my gun. What are you I talking just, about? I just love that punch. I told Sash we were watching it because we actually yeah. watched it together, but we didn't discuss it. We yeah. basically watched it together and walked away. And split. <laughs> I was like, see you later, bro. I'm out. <laughs> But we were talking about that. I'm like, come on, man. Like, he didn't need to hit him that hard. Like, I mean, I feel like he came out of his shoes. He would have died. But, but he's Batman. <laughs> he really had to sell it. And it's, it's so funny that they at least bring it out. He's like, hey, man, come on, dude. I thought we were bros, dog. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah. No. I think over, overall. There's not that much humor, but. No. And I mean, the way they kind of did it. You know what? I don't even think they had to, right? Like, it was almost forced. Like they, they didn't need to. It didn't add to anything, and it almost made it too obvious. Look, you got a certain feel of the film and certain direction you're going in. You didn't need to do that. No, it yeah. was just an extra. Little, sure, you yeah. didn't. It was. But a, I mean, you don't have to. Like, you don't have drama. to keep the pedal to the metal the entire time. Have some levity, right? Yeah, but that's not what they were trying to do. No, no, but but it's not. I guess so it's they not, were trying to do a character the, study of a, of, of, of a very dark character, right? The one thing that I thought was like the most Marvel-esque kind of joke, which was actually the most grotesque joke of the movie, was the thumb drive. Mm-hmm. That was good. Which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Which is kind of on par with like a just a corny one-off joke, but, maybe, but it makes sense. But it almost like, felt like the Batman wasn't trying to be funny. He was just like, here. Yeah, looks right? like this guy has a sense of humor after all. Yeah. But I think that's what made it funnier. Right. Yeah. It's like it, 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 this wasn't one of those dad jokes. It was actually, no, I'm serious. This is a thumb drive. It's an actual thumb. <laughs> but, but it wasn't him making a joke. No. It's the Riddler making sure. a joke. Yes. Sure. So it kind of fits, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, uh, I think that was cool. Yeah. yeah. They, they, they tried it a little bit, but again, I appreciated it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, that was good. Because, uh, again, that was your reaction, too. Mm-hmm. It's like, I don't think you needed to punch that guy that hard. 
and to see an actual character recite what you just thought mm-hmm. it's pretty funny yeah. especially when that guy just cave your face and you're you have the balls enough to say come on man don't do that again right no, <laughs> I, no i'm not hating on it it was good no i know i'm, I know, saying, I know, I know. I'm saying yeah yeah it didn't i think fit. It didn't fit, yeah it didn't say it could have been tighter I think. well the punch didn't need to be is that, is that what you're saying the punch didn't need to be to be no i'm saying like the 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 jokes the humor like the, oh, the humor part oh. pieces yeah. yeah he's getting all pissed on our parade yeah. <laughs> listen <laughs> i won't just piss on your parade i'll drop a fucking <laughs> douche all shit, over man. it he's just taking it <laughs> take his pants uh, guys he's taking <laughs> his pants off right now with I'm the like, amount of food with the amount of food that this guy eats i don't yeah, want him taking I'm, a shit on anything no <laughs> he goes right through him <laughs> listen that crunchy I tell, bar is I, taking a crunch right I now i can tell you some stories <laughs> I, I, I would prefer <laughs> you good, don't man. just today please please don't he's the type of guy that calls you in the washroom and says hey look at this dude oh i almost did actually i was actually gonna take a picture for you <laughs> what a sweetheart just sharing his little nuggets so of love <laughs> well i had about two and a half cups of coffee first thing this morning without just, it eating anything get so you. you can just imagine what happened That's good <laughs> now we have that image it's good <laughs> batman right guys <laughs> our, our humble audience is like Whatever. oh boy you gotta, you gotta have some fun too right it's danger <laughs> yeah. oh, all right where do you want to go from here guys Any, anything that we haven't really discussed or anything that you feel that is on your mind that you would like to talk about Anything, anything like that 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 we haven't really touched on with regards to either the plot, why the characters' motivations, any certain scenes, like maybe like the the color scene, anything like that. No, for for me, uh, you know, one of the things that this sort of brought to bear was the fact that a lot of those movies seem to be going towards the fight scenes that are very like chopped off, Trump Trump tough, you know, and 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 really erratic and you really can't see mm-hmm. anything and it seems to be the trend in the last say four or five years yes. the majority of the movies with incredible martial artists or incredible pe- people or stunt people or whatever mm-hmm. I've, I've done a piss poor job of making fight scenes good what do you think of john wick then oh john wick is 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 a bit different but john wick still would have benefited from some wider camera angles at times so that we can see more Mm -hmm. instead of because it's very impressive and it's very impactful to see a lot of quick movements and a lot of sounds associated with those movements but it really doesn't show you what is actually being done so this this is like a painting it's art would you you say would you say that's the reason why they kind of do that with the shorter I I believe so so it could be more Quicker paced, faster, impactful, sure. uh, mo- a lot of movement. So it's more, it seems more exciting. Sure, maybe sure. It's but again, it's it, it's kind of a it's a caricature of what real mm. fighting is like. Mm. And if you look at the way they portray certain characters, you know, okay, you're going to be a bad guy. I want you to be, ah, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> it just it falls short. Yeah. If you're somebody, if you're somebody that's easily um, intimidated, you're like, oh my god, this guy's creepy. Mm-hmm. But if you're not, that guy's a clown, right? So there's there's a concept called controlled aggression, and it's used in the tactical world, for example, where mm-hmm. you want your operators to be eerily calm and at the same time have that confidence to say, I see the gun, you go for it, I will stop you, you mm-hmm. know, so to speak. And for the person to receive the information and be like, holy shit, that guy means business. Whereas if somebody is yelling at the top of their lungs trying to get somebody to do something, all they're doing is is showing their fear gotcha. and insecurity. Mm. So what happens is the person that's on the other side, who's a predator and knows, will immediately see through this. Whereas somebody that's sitting on the side sidelines that 
doesn't have that kind of violence or doesn't have that kind of capacity for violence is going to look at this and be very intimidated. Mm -hmm. so, the, so the goal here for me and what I like to see is I want that character to be intimidating to the worst of the worst okay. because that's who he goes after. That yeah. makes sense. You know? so, then that, so that background and that sort of perspective that you're bringing to the table makes a lot of sense for people because then um, you get a better depiction of the fight. You get a better view of the art that's being portrayed rather than bang, bang, quick, and then see you later. Right? And, you can, and you can still make it quick. It, mm -hmm. doesn't, it doesn't have to be an extended fight scene. It doesn't have to be anything. But what it has to be is something that actually does make sense in, in terms of continuity. You know, mm -hmm. like you start a certain movement pattern and next thing you know, you're doing something that how did you get there in between? You know? oh, just, I probably we probably should say for some of the listeners why we're asking Seb these questions because yeah. they may not know that your experience with martial arts mm -hmm. and things like that. So maybe we want to give a bit of background real yeah. quick. Well, I mean, it's 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 nothing crazy, but I've I've you know started martial arts when I was like really young, like mm -hmm. three, mm -hmm. and uh, I have a traditional martial arts background. I have, anyways, I've started with kung fu, and then I went into muay thai. I did muay thai for many, many years, and I'm a jiu-jitsu black belt, Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt, uh, recently, like, June last year, I guess. Congratulations. And That's awesome. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, and, and then and then I got injured, and I was yeah. out for, anyways, but doesn't matter. Those uh, skills, so those I just, skills it, are still there, it, it, it really doesn't matter what my credentials are as far as, like, but just... No, but I've, I think I've spent a year. I've spent years and and a lifetime a lifetime in martial arts, and I really appreciated the old kung fu movies. I really appreciated the old Bruce Lee movies. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Jackie Chan, Sammo Hung, whatever. And and there's the fight scenes at the time were already sort of what John Wick is like. Mm -hmm. You know, and and we are talking about early 70s yeah. 60s at times you know because there is some more obscure movies over on the east i feel like you can get the, you, you get that i think a little bit with john because the, the director himself you is a stunt, he's a stunt guy initially sure. before he became director so he, he could see those influences i think sure but i think what uh, what satch and i were, were saying is that we like your perspective because you have a unique perspective compared to everyone else like the the layman mm-hmm it's 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 intriguing to get your perspective on it because you're you're in these worlds mm -hmm. and i think the the reason why i think it's important or not important but like uh, the perspective is appreciated is cuz you have various different martial arts experience and then practical application of some martial arts sure yeah. so i think when you can um articulate a fight scene it um has a bit more weight to it and if you're saying one is a better way to depict something than the other, then what your your experience does present a benefit for that. Sure, it does. And and one of the one of the things that we haven't spoken about is what is really effective in a real fight may not necessarily be what's you know mm. nice on camera. What 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 is portrayed as nice on camera? So we know that for for a fact. Mm -hmm. Yes. But anyways, whatever we decide to go. With, with in terms of how we're going to deal with a physical confrontation mm -hmm. let's do it from a distance so we can see yes yeah i i agree i agree and as, as silly as it is you know what choreography actually i really like and it, it's from dog shit movies it's from the star wars movies but the dark the mole D those 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 lightsaber duels, man. Those are all the actors, and they, you can tell they put the, the stick work time in. Well, Darth Maul. I can't remember the actor's name, but he he's uh, Ray a, uh, Ray Allen, I think. Australian. No, no, Ray Allen. Yeah. Ray Ray Park. Ray Park. Yeah, he he was also Mark Toad Mark. in X Men, and yep, yeah, he's yep. he's a martial artist, kung yeah. fu or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like multiple years and stuff. I think stuntman too, maybe. 
something like probably that. he's yeah. been in a bunch of stuff and yeah. he was gonna he was actually gonna be uh recast in the upcoming kenobi movie they originally were going for a darth maul oh. instead of a darth vader um i think if we're gonna go there <laughs> if you're gonna go there snacks, i'm gonna snacks. start like really talking star wars now oh, hold on we a second we can we can just we hold can. hold for a second yeah yes when pat when when batman comes out with that undertone of empire music. That, yes. Yo! Yes. Dude. yes. They purposefully did that, I think. Dude. The first four notes are all from the um, the Imperial March. Yes. That made that walkout so impactful. <gasps> so impactful. So, oh, see, we're bringing it all together. It boys. was sweet. <laughs> yeah, that was... I'm going to watch it again. <laughs> I need to watch it again, man, for sure, because it's like uh, these little pieces that you remember, but then also you want to experience them through other people's eyes too and uh, experiencing through other people's eyes conversation alone like just see like just oh that's there that's there that's there that's there that's there that's cool that's cool that's cool we're like oh yeah maybe that they made that can be worked on i hope they touch on this again more so because again it's it's hard to really formulate an opinion after one view and it's especially more i'm glad we had a little extra time to kind of like let that let it stew if i were to watch this movie yesterday and talk about it today i would never say a goddamn bad thing about it because i'd be so amped up about it still mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i mean so it, it, it that's a great point i thank you for bringing that up that was uh i forgot about that fun fact too i had it i had it somewhere in the back uh back catalog of my useless information but no it was it was amazing i mean it's the the music oh well i mean we haven't spoken about we've spoken about ave maria and a few mm-hmm. but the score itself like everything from that the nirvana from the theme song like from nirvana that rendition of the nirvana song and um you know you're competing against guys down the lineup like hans zimmer you know, like oh. there was some <laughs> massive names. That, that's not like just like an artist. That's like that's that's <laughs> well, that the is, composer. Yeah. That's the composer I mean, for Hollywood, man. right? Like, yeah. dude. Oh, it's unreal. Like, they did a fantastic job. So I, I was listening. I got Spotify, and I was yeah. I was listening to um, to the entire soundtrack. It's really long. It's like seven hours long. Holy shit! And I was driving. I was driving for twelve hours, so I was listening to it. I listened to the entire thing once, one song after the other. Wow. It is a fantastic soundtrack. I gotta check that out. That's yeah. awesome. And a lot of those songs are you know merely you, you just you just kind of brush up on them and in, in various so you don't even remember them because they you didn't hear enough of them to mm-hmm. remember. But uh, man, they do put a feeling in you. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> it's just <laughs> amazing it's, soundtrack. Yeah, definitely matched the the vibe of I think what they were trying to go with. So, mm-hmm. uh, Satch, anything uh, you had you had wanted to or anything that you can think of at the, at the moment? No, I think the 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 music for the film was uh, spot on. I think they they had the right sound, the right feel. Mm-hmm. It was quite similar, I think, to the um, Nolan music. Mm-hmm. It, there were similarities. You could at least feel it. Like, at, at least there weren't like, I'm I'm glad there wasn't a Hans Zimmer in this because I'm tired of hearing just yeah, like yeah. horns over. No, like, and, and I'm not hating. No, I'm stuff. not hating it. Anything. No, no, no. I'm, no, just, no. I'm just saying it's time and place. It, time it was, place. It was a, there was it's it had a bit of a feel of that, but I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah I enjoyed it. Love that. I have some great stories, <laughs> but I'll I'll probably keep them for later. But we can talk about it off air. It's all but, good. <laughs> but sometimes, sometimes you know the creepiest things are happening when everybody is seemingly normal, but you're in an abnormal set of circumstance. And next thing you know, this song comes on and it just makes everything so creepy. You know, Quentin Tarantino, as I mentioned earlier, <laughs> style <laughs> events. Well, they've been doing that quite a bit in, in trailers for horror movies. They take like an innocent, like little children's song or they take mm-hmm. a Beatles song or f- fucking something and well, they switch it. Freddy Krueger, five, six, yeah. take your cruise. Oh, yeah, yeah man. that's just scary. <laughs> I don't watch horror movies until you guys need to fuck right off of that. 
<laughs> they've been doing that for the entire and even Sash like with, is going to have nightmares. You know, they will, take man. things slow down. <laughs> running as much as you do is giving me nightmares. Shit, man. I'm running through everywhere. I'm fucking ruining people's sleep. Hey, man. As long as Freddy doesn't get him, man. As long yeah. as Freddy doesn't get him. It's all good. That was such a cool concept. It would, it'd be nice to see a, a, a new version Better of, of Freddy, Freddy Krueger. Hell yeah, yeah, dude. Freddy... Okay, so now that you brought it up. Robert Englund was amazing. Yeah, he killed that. Yeah, It was real good. Literally, no pun intended. Literally. <laughs> pun, yeah, well. <laughs> literally. Yeah. But his, well, we're going to go into every film now, man, because if we're going to talk Freddy Krueger. <laughs> like Star the, Wars. Like yeah. the, the, that was like, it wasn't so much scary. It was more gruesome. It was gruesome. Yeah. But it was the the idea that stuck. It was probably one of the first times. Yes, they're, they're always going to be those slasher guys. Those always those bad guys, machete wielding assholes. But then, you know, it's just a movie. I'll go to bed. I'm going to sleep it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not this time, motherfucker. This guy attacks you in your dreams. That is haunting. You can't That's, sleep. What the it was fuck? John, it's like you're not, you're not free anywhere. It's John Carpenter, right? Uh, West, West, no, West Craven's. West, West Craven's. Craven, yeah. West Craven's. John yeah. Car- Carpenter was uh, Halloween. Yeah. Halloween, yeah. With a bunch of other shit, but we shouldn't do this because we're gonna go on tangents, and I can talk all okay. night. Well, let me let me before we finish up. I, I wanted to to bring up one last thing before we finish uh, the Batman episode was um, I can't pronounce this actor's name for the fucking life of me, and I I'm sorry, Barry Keoghan. He's a he's a UK actor. He was in the Eternals. He was that unnamed Bar- Arkham prisoner mm. meet, introducing himself to the Riddler at oh, the Barry end Cohen? of it. Is it is it Cohen? I think it was Cohen, isn't it? It may be. It's it's a K E O G H A N. I think it is. I'm not too sure, but I can't pronounce it. I'm sorry, okay. Mr. Barry, Mr. K, <laughs> Mr. K. Um, but he, he 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 has been casted. He <laughs> special K. That's awesome. What? Yo, but he, he, but you see, seen the guy in the movie? <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. Well, that's very fair. Granted. He has been Fitting. credited officially as this unnamed Arkham prisoner, but there are so there's such strong illusions that this is the future Joker. Oh, yeah, hundred percent. Like he is the future Joker. Yes, he mentions he mentions clown. He mentions oh, I can be a friend, which I think differentiates the other Jokers previously, where they're all like individual operators, right? Mm-hmm. This one, oh, he's willing to make some friends because mm-hmm. he realizes the potential for change, sure. and like maybe I should make some people because. Maybe maybe you're not like I'm again speculating, but what I would like to see is like Joker using like maybe not just using people because he used them as tools before and he got rid of them immediately in the previous ones, especially most likely Dark uh, the Dark Knight is yeah. huge for that. Any 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 cooperator he had, he basically killed him off. Whatever, I don't care. But this one, he's like, oh, he says his riddle, and he's like, what's the answer? It's a, a friend. Oh, now we're talking about the Joker teaming up with other super villains. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. Yeah, I'm excited good. to see it. And even though it's a very faint, because uh, his, his face is kind of blurred and stuff, yeah, you can kind of see his kind of, The hair is kind of all over the place. And, and, and I know Matt Reeves has gone on record now to say that, yes, he's confirmed this is the future Joker. And the keyword is future because turn he, he's not there yet. But he's also alluded to that Batman and him have had previous inter- interactions. So that's why I'm kind of thinking he hasn't he hasn't touched on this yet, but maybe that's why I'm thinking maybe like that that gang he beats up initially is a, is is connected to the Joker or something like that, mm, gotcha. um, and and that's where I kind of see maybe not Joker being, maybe he's developing off screen in the next movie and then he comes back in the third. I, I, think I, I don't if if they do get him back real quick, I think there's going to be way too many comparisons to the Dark Knight. Yeah, way too many. What, what, just also for a second movie as well. Wait, what else they could do? 
is if they're in Arkham, maybe another uh, villain or another two villains go to Arkham in the second film. Yeah. And then in the third film, you have the Joker as the ringleader of these all pe- fucking like, crazy fucks like maybe, that are coming out of Arkham and, Asylum. Maybe an Injustice League? Yeah. Oh, right? Shit. So now you have now you have Joker, you have Riddler, you have whoever else comes in the next couple films. Now we're going to talk about Wonder Woman. What? What? <laughs> that was well, random. Just, oh. Sorry, no, it's my, my. It actually wasn't. You know what? No, no, no. no sorry, no. my Tourette kicked no. in. <laughs> Listen, it's not random because this is still the DC cinematic universe. I know it is, right? So I mean, uh, it's, it's it's an offshoot. If you like, if you like Gal Gadot now, or whatever. No. First one good. Second one not so great. <laughs> the second movie was not good at all. No. I don't want to get aggressive here. There yep. was a movie. It was terrible. Yeah, I mean, that's what they call it. But I don't know, man. I was I was disappointed. I think everyone was disappointed. All right, guys. I think I think we've wrapped it up here. Sure. It's talking about the Batman. We've rinsed it. <laughs> we've, we've cleared. We've it. actually lost everybody. Everybody's gone. Right? Yeah, everyone's gone. There was like fifty people in the studio, <laughs> and they all said, "Fuck this, we're out." Oh, Goddamn. All right, guys. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate you coming over, Seb Satch. Always a pleasure. Thanks for coming on again. Thanks, buddy. Uh, let's hear some shoutouts. Where, Seb, where can people find you? What are you? What are you involved in? And uh, in moving forward, where can people find uh, or reach out to you? Maybe or or want to get in touch with you or whatever you're involved with now. Let's hear it. If you'd like to give a plug, sure. I mean, um, you know, my so I, I own a business called Raven Strategic. That's I do nice. mostly consulting, uh, which is performance coaching for the most part. But I do leadership training, resilience training. Um, there's a, a variety of other undertakings that you know essentially if it. If, if it falls within my area of expertise, I will take it on. So cool. w- whether it's in the corporate world or in the first response world, I still obviously mentor a lot of law enforcement officers, um, prepare people for selection for special specialty units, whether uh, police or military. I've also, you know, was a gym owner for many, many years. Uh, and I have a Ascension Martial Arts, which is a studio in, in Port Coquitlam where I teach Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu nice. along with other incredible trainers. And we have kickboxing, Muay Thai, a variety of different things. Um, and so I can be found mostly on the Instagram, on the gram. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Slav Cobra Commander. So it's basically S-L-A-V-C-C-M-D-R. So S-L-A-V-C-C-M-D-R. Is Cobra my Commander. That's what I was, I was wondering yeah. about that, that was. My, that was my nickname. So basically, because <laughs> people have asked, have asked me before, they're like, Slav Commander, are you a slave commander? And I'm like, no, I'm not actually. No, yes, it's, it's, it's my first, the letter of my first name, Sebastian, my last name, yes. Lavoie, <laughs> and then Cobra Commander, which was my nickname on the team. Yeah. I was wondering what the last chunk was. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just like, oh, what, what is that? What is that? <laughs> And so, you know, I'm and, and I'm also on a on a sort of more like volunteer uh, sort of angle. I do, you know, wellness and 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 right now we have like these mental health walks that I'm leading, and we have. I joined one. That's where abs- we met. Absolutely, officially. And, yeah, and yeah. we're gonna have those biweekly. I'm working on some projects. I have a Titanic related projects. I really, really passionate about maritime disasters. I have a book project with Sean Taylor, who's a former JTF2 warrant officer. I have shout out Sean. Yeah, man, Sean's Sean's the man. So I have uh, I have a bunch of projects going on, and I'm 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 really, you know, for the first time in my life in my mid forties doing absolutely everything i want to do that's unreal not a lot of people can say that no whereas before whereas before i you know most of the time i did what i had to and sometimes i did what i wanted to (laughs) now it's a complete it's a complete opposite of that so meaningful things with meaningful people is what i like to say cool nice yeah man 
Cool. Uh, do you have like an email or anything that people can find you or the yeah, website? I mean, I mean, my I have a Raven Strategic Instagram page, and there you go. it's kind of interesting because because of my sort of connection, contact, and networking over the last twenty years, I really haven't need a you know actual. Uh, <laughs> Uh, website, right. you know, so people, yeah, people, have said, people have said to me, like, look, get a website, you'll get even more hit. It was like, well, but there's only me working and I, I, I have a very small team. So I don't want to, I don't want to be overwhelmed. Right, that's fair. And I want to, I want to put a hundred percent in every projects that I take on. So right. I want to make sure that I can, you know, really, really maximize, um, how I do things. So, so for me, uh, to, 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 to launch into a website right now and get calls left, right and center and not having the sustainability. Whereas in a couple of years here, when I have more people working for me and I've worked out a bit of a network, then we can start taking, taking more on. But even with that, my goal isn't to work a hundred hours a week. I'm done with those days. I don't want to work to live. I I don't want to, I don't want to live to work. I want to work to live. Right. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm there and I'm doing certain things and I'm connecting with people and, and, and helping and mentoring people and training people. And then the rest of the time, I'm somewhere in Iceland, <laughs> you know, training or, or whatever. Just, just um, so that's something that's near and dear to me. That's cool, man. That's mm-hmm. good to hear. I, I think a lot of people can, can connect to that and, and get behind that too, man. Awesome. So I'm, I'm glad I gave you that opportunity yeah, to our, that. to our few listeners that we have, but we're growing, <laughs> we're growing, man. We're growing. Satch, let's yeah. hear it, baby. I mean, there's not much to really say about me, man. I'm, I'm Liar. A, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're full of shit. <laughs> there really isn't, man. I'm just a guy who's trying to raise a bit of awareness for mental health and first responders and veterans. And then just, using running to make that happen that's it that's awesome so in the next couple of years i'm just gonna try to help uh, get as much help from everybody around me to see if i can well the reality is i'm gonna be running across canada in 2025 yeah. and i'm um, just waiting for that time to happen and right then on, once man. that happens we'll execute it's not just so, waiting it's that it's that prep and well and, yeah yeah we've, we've seen well, that really, prep a little no, bit too. we've heard about it a little bit well the well. prep is really um it's not the physical prep, right? <clears throat> Physically is whatever. It's the, it's the easy part for me. Right. <clears throat> the prep is my mental prep. So I need a, a good full two years to kind of mentally prepare for what's going to unfold in, in the next three or four. Um, based on the people that are starting to join the team, mm-hmm. the reality is things are going to be very, very large in about five years. And um, I want to be 100% for that time. Right. And I want to be the best me that I can provide for those people around me at cool. that time. So I want to be ready. Where can, uh, where can people find you? Um, they can find me on my Instagram. Okay. Um, it's satch.in.motion. And common spelling. <laughs> yeah, common spelling. There's only one way. <laughs> and then uh, my website's uh, suchinmotion.com. Cool. And then everything's S-A-C-H-I-N there. S-A-C-H-I-N. That's right. I-N-M-O-T-I-O-N. No, on the website, it's... S A C H I N M O T I O N. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. And then on the Instagram is just it's the same way, but with dots in between. It's okay. I'll I'll spell it appropriately on the actual yeah. episode description. It's fine. yes, yeah, perfect. <laughs> and then yeah, man, that's all I'm trying to do. And then uh, I'm just um, any help that I can provide for Seb. I've been joining him on his the mental health walks that are mm-hmm. awesome. Yep. Uh, a bunch of people, if you know, walking in nature is and. Just, just meeting people, just man. Meeting people just meeting people and, and connecting in, in safe environments. And, yeah, man. And that's all what we're, what we're trying to do. That's it. That's cool. It's cool. It's cool to see that reach and uh, and see you guys here 
and then I'm, I'm so excited to see where you guys just take off from here. It's it's gonna be it's really gonna be cool. Well, it's to not see. really us individually, man. It's like it's a group of us. Yes. Right? it's not. I, 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 well, I say I say you. I'm not talking <coughs> just to you too. Yeah. Me. I'm saying as a collective. Sure, because you've, you've changed my 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 thought of process. I I wasn't. No, last week I did. Yeah. This week now I'm saying you guys as like you guys, whoever you guys are involved with. But it's us, your right? Project, <laughs> your your whole thing. Yes, yeah. I know it. Yes, it's you, but you as as a whole, right? For sure. There, there's a, there's a movement. There's a movement in 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 the mental wellness side of things, and there's there's many people involved in it, mm-hmm. and we are taking the rein on this. Like I'm not waiting for anybody else to be doing certain things. We're gonna create that synergy. We're gonna grab the right the right people, get them together, and together with the various you know specialty and the various angle that everybody is able to address or everybody's able to bring in. We're gonna work it as a team and change change things here, at least on the Canadian scene. You know, yeah, it's cool. I think I think it's it's happening, man. It's, it's, it's starting, man. It's like happening. I mean, I'm new to the scene, really, and um, really. It's, it's just in time. It seems like everything's starting to really flourish and people are talking. I mean, I don't know. You would know way better than me, Seb, if people are talking a lot more now than they have been. Oh, dude, it's, it's, it's day and night with what it was even five years ago. Okay, good. So, so the, the, you know, the domestification of certain things and, and, and just, um, the, the stigma around certain things are, are starting to be, overcome by by a There's some walls being broken down, exactly I think, for sure you yeah. have some inspirational people going down that route bringing along other people mentoring other people and we're starting to see some of the more archaic slash um you know uh, old school kind suck of it up leaders. kind of mentality exactly yeah. like like exit the workforce it's like, no it's okay to have 100%. this have it and and you can be okay you can live with it you can you can harness it if, if anything right it's just making people feel like this uh they're not alone that's right. it and really. i think that's huge i think you guys are doing a hell of a job with that yeah well appreciate it man and we're just we're trying to do whatever we can with everybody that's doing it with us so and you know I'm, ha- I'm happy that uh this this podcast gave you guys a little bit of uh, an opportunity to talk about something other than yourselves, not just mm, that yeah. sounds like kind of a dickhead thing to say, but I, I'm sure Satch, you, you've said like, oh, I don't like talking about myself. No, this, the point is yeah. to talk about yourself, yeah. but it gives you this opportunity to kind of like, I know, like, like maybe, maybe it's not the best analogy, but to let your hair down, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not good for me. Seb's got a beard, so he can let that hair down. <laughs> <laughs> but just have fun and just talk some shit with the boys, and you know, honestly, and, man, and, this and talk is talk about Batman. Like, it's just, the, it's just Batman. Honestly, right? man, this kind of stuff is what we're about right this is what we want to do this is what mental health is man and um thank you for let you know having us on man like i I mean this is we and you guys have been big push you guys have been a big push and i really appreciate the fact that you uh recognize that uh we don't really get very many opportunities to just chill out and shoot the shit you know i mean this is very this is a very low expectation thing there's there are no rules basically i have a setup that i kind of want to stick to a little bit but mm. even then at the end of the day who cares do, let's just do it yeah right? just do it organically man yeah. that's the best way to go it was right. fun man. yeah man yeah. I'm glad Thanks. you guys had a good time so and look I'm down for whenever if you want to do it again just to shoot oh, the yeah. shit hang out I'm oh, down yeah. whenever you want man um, it's gonna keep happening yeah. so 
yeah, preferably I mean. for movies that we enjoy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's say which was this one? Which yes, was this yes, one? Yes, this yes, was yes, a good yes, one. Yes, fair. So yeah. like, um, like I like doing the big blockbusters, right? So I mean, that's like, what mainly yeah. I'm supposed to be going towards. Like that's what I'm trying to, yeah, trying to look at. I know people always say, "Oh, you're always talking about superhero movies." I'm like, "Well, yeah, because well, the, they're the biggest they're cool. one. There's, there's the most. They're the ones that's going to be like <laughs> the eyes are going to go to, right? Yeah, that's what, yeah. what people are going to talk about. So, yeah. um, but again, I've, I've watched horror movies. I watched yeah. comedies. I watched some other whatever bullshit. So yeah. it's just whatever's going to get the most hype about, and that's like it's kind of what I want to want to do. But awesome, man. Um, well, I appreciate you, and, and absolutely, I appreciate the opportunity. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Seb. Thank you, Satch. Thanks, brother. Uh, this has been another episode of Armchair Reviews, guys. Thanks, guys, again for coming on. You can find the podcast at Armchair Reviews on Instagram, as well as we have a website on Acast. You search Acast Armchair Reviews, Chris Godden, there you will find it. I'll put the link in the description as well. You can find us on basically every streaming site. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple, Apple Podcasts. We're on Stitcher, all that good stuff. So the guys, that's it. Let's Thanks, wrap man. it up. Let's all right, buddy. Pizza boys. Yeah, man. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Bye. Take it easy.